MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is the 14th day of June. It is a Wednesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Philadelphia Medical Examiner's Office officially identified the victim killed in last weekend's tanker fire that led to the collapse of I-95. Officials say Nathan Moody died of blunt trauma of the head, inhalation, and thermal injuries. His oh. manner of death was ruled an accident. Did you see the video? They have it of the exact moment the truck Oh, oh no, yeah. I didn't explodes. see it. I saw that they yeah. had that, but I did not see it. It's from a distance, but you can see the truck pulling off and under the overpass, and you see the explosion. Yeah, and you they're see, saying now that that angles, video but... is um, part of the investigation. Yeah. They're, they're using that um, heavily right now. You say there's a second angle case? So, yeah, I saw it from two, at least two different okay. angles. Yeah. I mean, you figure all the cameras around now, it's it's rare that you won't catch something. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Moody was hauling gasoline on Sunday while attempting to navigate a left hand and turn after exiting at the Cotman Avenue off-ramp of I-95. According to Pennsylvania Department of Transportation Secretary Mike Carroll, Moody lost control through his turn, and the tanker fell on its side yeah. and ruptured its own tank. Yeah, you know, initially when it first came in, uh, I wasn't sure if maybe, you know, some an engine can catch on fire, and what is it, a slow burn, and did it start? But no, it turns into an immediate firebomb. Fireball. It yeah. just happened right away. And I, it sounds weird to say this. I, I hope he went quickly. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, because that would be a right. Well, there's a lot of terrible ways to go, but right. that would be a mm. particularly bad one. But hopefully, it went I mean, I quickly. Think, yeah. Once ignited, the fuel burned at a high enough heat to structurally compromise the concrete and the steel beams of the overpass. Pennsylvania State Police say video of the crash and explosion is now part of their investigation. Today, PennDOT is slated to announce the replacement plan and timeline and how complicated the rebuilding process is expected to be on the roughly 100 foot long section of I-95. I gotta say again, I'm I'm very impressed with the speed at which they're yeah. moving. Head with this. Keep this up, guys. For now, I-95 will be closed in both directions for weeks as the summer travel season starts, upending hundreds of thousands of morning commutes and disrupting countless businesses. So PennDOT plans, like I mentioned, to announce a replacement plan Wednesday for the section of 95 that burned down in Sunday's fire. Civil engineers say the timing and complexity of the project depend on the makeup of the bridge. On Tuesday, crews were demolishing the southbound side of I-95 overpass over Cotman Avenue. While that side of the interstate didn't collapse in the fire as the northbound side did. Officials say it was damaged beyond repair. Once that process is over, crews will be able to more fully assess the damage. As the fire burned Sunday at 500 degrees, the concrete started to crack. At 1,000 degrees, those cracks expanded until the fire reached 2,500 degrees when the concrete melted. Officials say that's why demolition was necessary. The question engineers are uh, have now are about the integrity of the bridge's abutments, the structure that connects the bridge to the ground. They won't know until they get everything out of the way and can better assess the damage. That's where the melting pot stopped offering concrete because it was they went with the cheese. It's too, it's too hot. Engineers say with the, vol- the, uh, the volume this section of 95 experiences, temporary fixes or military bridges are not viable options. Whether they will rebuild the highway one side at a time, that way some lanes could be open while construction is still going on is still unknown, but uh, they are going to make some sort of announcement today, so we should know a little bit more later today. Well, we talked with you know experts and they say obviously to make f- bridges and make all the roads completely uh, fire um, suitable or able to withstand heat of that nature, you'd go broke. Yeah, you know, it'd be to impossible to pay for all that. 
The band Somersault played at the Fillmore on Saturday night, which they say was a dream come true. But when they woke up, it was a nightmare Monday morning at 7 a.m. One of the band members woke to find the lock missing and all of their gear gone. Surveillance video appears to show someone tampering with the lock on their trailer at 3.30 Monday on the corner of South 15th Street and Dickinson Street in South Philadelphia. Then about an hour later, two people arrive and one removed the equipment and wheeled it away. When you guys... This is the, the, the horror of any traveling band, that yeah. their equipment gets stolen. Yes. What would you do when you, uh, would you keep it on the vehicle? I know you had a bus for a while. Would yeah, you we bring bu- it in? No, no, we, we would unload it. We, yeah. We would, we would get back from the gig and we would take it off the bus and load it, oh, un- unload it to a house. Yeah, because yeah, you there's, that's this your livelihood. Why. Yeah. It's, it's your equipment yeah. and it's so easy to, to, to take if it's in a vehicle, you know? Drums, uh, guitar amp and pedal, digital mixer, and more were stolen. They said it's worth about $30,000, but also have sentimental value. By the way, it sucked rolling in at like 3 o'clock in the morning and then unloading that crap. But think how it's long. You know how you would have felt had you woken up and found out that everything you're using to make a a living was gone. Uh, there was um, there was a guy that I knew who had uh, DJ equipment, uh, really expensive, and a lot of it in a trailer outside of his house. And I think that's where he kept it. That, that This was my understanding is that that's where he kept it. And he had a lot of locks and whatever. It was safe and secure. Well, not so much. He came home one night and somebody, or he came out of his house one night and somebody was uh, in there trying to steal it. He, he was able to get them out of there before they took anything. But um, the guy owned a gun and he shot and killed the guy. Whoa. And they charged him with murder. Wow! Because uh, I, I I read a lot into it because I was I knew the guy, um, but it was because uh, the person that was stealing from him had been, was walking away, running away, and his back, oh, his back yep. was towards him. Yep. I don't know whatever happened in the case. I don't know if he. I know he was in jail for a while. I don't know if he uh, was convicted of murder or what. But yeah, I mean, pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, so this equipment worth thirty thousand dollars. Band members say that they've been collecting their gear for more than a decade. While police investigate, the band urges residents to contact them if they have any information and to search pawn shops and resale sites for uh, their equipment. In the meantime, they say the show must go on. Somersault will continue to perform in several other cities through June and July. They said they'll rent and buy new equipment along the way, but hope their equipment returns home. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Diamondbacks 15-3 last night. Kyle Schwarber began the game by crushing a 450-foot home run. Trey Turner added two hits, two walks, and a pair of stolen bases. Nick Castellanos had two doubles and three RBI, and Bryce Harper chipped in with a pair of hits and an RBI. Zach Wheeler threw six strong innings. The Phillies had 20 hits, and every starter had at least one, led by Bryson Stott's three-for-five night that included a home run and two RBI. The series continues tonight, and Ranger Suarez will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 940. The Vegas Golden Knights are the Stanley Cup champs wow. after beating Yay. the Florida Panthers 9-3 last night in Las Vegas. Man. Jonathan Mar- Marchesso was named the Conn Smythe Trophy winner, earning the MVP of the playoffs following the Golden Knights' commanding Game 5 win. Golden Knights center. Jack Eichel picked up the first of his three assists in the second period, and his three-point effort saw him finish his first postseason campaign with a league-high 26 points. Last night, he recorded an assist, and the Golden Knights won their first title in their six-year history. And the Flyers added to their 
Hockey Operations Department by bringing in a familiar name. The club hired Patrick Sharp as a special advisor to Hockey Ops. The 41-year-old will be involved in all aspects of the department and will have a strong focus on the development of prospects. As a player, Sharp won three Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks, scoring 30-plus goals four times in Chicago. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Wednesday. And uh, we'll go live on Fox Good Day today, as we normally do on Wednesday mornings. We also have... A secret text story. This is great, man. We have a pair of tickets as a four wall presents the Always Sunny podcast Saturday, September September twenty third at the Man Center. So text the word "secret" to three nine three three three. We'll send you this little secret word, and we'll ask you to call in later on with it. And the designated caller will win. Those tickets, and then we grab a random text or two. And what if they've ever done an outdoor venue? Good question. Yeah. Not really sure, but that'll be pretty awesome. Uh, if you would like to, you can text the word SUNNY to 39333 for a... And by the way, that's S-U-N-N-Y, not S-O-N-N-Y. Like, listen to me, Sonny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. Um, and we'll send you a link to all the info and another chance to win tickets at WMMR.com, which is pretty awesome. So yes. uh, make sure you get on that now. We have a couple of special things that are happening on the program this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make a frozen treat on the, the, the show today. Yes. We are making a five-layer gelati yeah. with our friends at Rita's Water Ice. I know you're excited about it. Well, that. Preston, what's in it for the listener? What's in it for the listener? <laughs> well, we do have gift cards. Oh, so we're we'll not going to lord our gelati over you. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. I did not know that. So we'll do some it giveaways. It makes Nick Glappy. In conjunction <laughs> with that. Uh, so Glappy Nick is... Very Glappy. Glappy. Just Glappy to yes! be here. Gelato and happy Gelappy. I'll be and wearing my, uh, my Glappy shirt to the blood drive on, on Friday. This morning, we have a display of athletic prowess that will be taking place live on the air as a young man's dream comes true. Casey was called out by the father of a sixth grader that he couldn't throw a shot put 30 feet. Well, this kind of harkens back to the original Olympics in ancient Greece. Yeah. I think we're going to see an incredible display of physicality this morning. Yeah, somebody was like, yo, Yorgo, you can't throw that rock 30 feet. <laughs> but you can't. Yes. Well, I'm voting yeah. yes for you. Oh, yeah? We, we still have to is. see. Yeah. I think he can. I think he can do it. Now... Casey brought uh, two different shot puts. We'll ask uh, about the details later on this morning, but we're actually going to go out. There's a, there's a little grassy area. Oh yes, uh, in our uh, property. And, it's called uh, Shot Put Lane. For Casey, people don't know, Casey's <laughs> going to go and throw the shot put. Uh, yeah, and uh, he is going to. We're going to see if he can get thirty feet or not. We're one of the uh, professional buildings in the area that has a shot put area and a javelin throwing area. By the way, is it is is the ball called a shot? I assume. And, and do you put it, or or is that, you know, is it, or... Nick's going to teach you this right now. Okay. Yeah. I've always well, believed that's the case, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you're putting it out there, right? Yeah. So, I, I never really put two and two together, but yeah, the ball is the shot. Yep, and and you put is yeah. it, is throwing it. Okay, that's Let what me I put thought. this out there. Yeah. yeah. Shot. So, uh, so, we'll do the shot put uh, later on this morning. And by the way... Casey is not warmed up. He no. didn't try it out. He has zero uh, experience in technique. <laughs> nothing. And yesterday, and it didn't even dawn on me till the end of my workout because I left you it all. Out. I left you it did? all. I left it all in the you gym. emptied the tank. <laughs> yesterday was shoulder and arm day. Yeah. Like I did. I didn't even think about it. And then when I, I it dawned on me because uh, you know I co- helped coach my daughter's <laughs> softball team, and it was shoulder and arm day one day, and I had to help. Uh, 
the pitcher warm up, and my first throwback to the pitcher uh-huh. was about five feet short of her. Oh, no. And I was only like 40 feet away. Are you uh, a little tender today? N- I don't know. I'm going to stretch it out a little bit. Okay, you should at least do that. On a daily basis, you exhibit Herculean prowess. So thank you. We're anticipating nothing but extraordinary. So I'm doing it. It's going to happen. We're going to get to it a little bit after 8 o'clock. So just a couple hours from now, we will we'll send Casey out and see if he can do it. Beat the sixth grade record. Hey, we even have a, that looks like an actual <laughs> shot foot measuring uh, tape measure there, Case. Oh, yeah, I went to Home Depot last night <laughs> and yeah. bought that. Where's your shot put section? So yeah. we have uh, Case will be in shot put lane uh, here in Bella Kenwood <laughs> right. doing it live on the air. We'll, we'll have it via Zoom, so you'll be able to, to view that. Hopefully. Then next week, Kathy does the javelin, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or discus. We discus, haven't, we haven't whatever. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is up. Stupid question and some stuff for you to win. Stay put. We'll be back. Stay put. Hey! Hey! All right, we'll be right back. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests. But some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop In and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Burlington, Bristol Bridge. A lot of people have been taking that the last few days. What? What's happening? Uh, okay, that was that was my mistake. You can take the Turnpike Connector Bridge into New Jersey as well, and then either get on the New Jersey Turnpike or 295 southbound. Take that to one, with the traffic. Take that to one of the bridges, uh, Ben Franklin, Commodore, Barry, Delaware Memorial. You can get back on 95. You can get updates at pa.gov slash I-95 updates. And don't forget, SEPTA uh, is running. Uh, th- they will run three extra Trenton Line trains in the morning and the afternoon. Afternoon, and then they've added capacity to Trenton, West Trenton, and Fox Chase. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. It doesn't get sweeter than Whole Foods Market. Save on 16 ounces of organic strawberries for just $3.69 with Prime through June 20th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Kath. later on, we'll get the 10-day extended forecast with Rizzo, so stick around for that. <laughs> um, we're going to ask a <laughs> <laughs> ask a stupid question now and see if you can get the... Now, I wish I had a grease question to ask right now, uh, if anybody... Well, 
I do. Okay, go ahead. Fire uh, away. Yeah. Vicky from Kaniki is like what? All right, 215-263-WMMR. Nice. We'll, we'll save what I had for tomorrow, but a hickey from Kaniki is like what? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> if you know the answer, call now. We'll mention some birthdays today being the 14th day of June, and uh, you don't have to have the music ready, Casey, but Rod Argent has a birthday today. He was in the band The Zombies, and then he went on to form the band Argent. And yes. They, they did songs uh, like, did they do Green Eye Lady? Green I think so. Lady, lovely lady. And they did Hold Your Head Up. Oh. Okay. Hold Your Head Up. No, no. Hold Your Head Up. Oh, this is it. Yeah. Love this song. Nice. This is a cool tune. Uh, so, Rod Argent. It's my spanking it song. <laughs> Well, it's just the placement of the genitals. Well, and the, the beat is pretty good. You're going slow. Yeah. This would be at the beginning of things, probably. Um, uh, so oh, yeah. he, he turns 78 today. So Fish plays this all the time when yeah. they do, like, they'll do, like, a rotation jam. And, eh, 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 but they play fast. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, they, and, play, they play this fast? Up yeah, and, okay. and as they're playing it, the band members will, like, switch instruments and stuff. And so, nice. you, know, so you know, the trail will play the drums and okay. blah, blah, blah. I like that. I like it that a lot. Uh, it's also... <laughs> Sorry. It's also Marla Gibbs' birthday today. She Former was, Fish band member? Uh, yes. she, play, she was in Fish, <laughs> but before that, she played Florence on the Jeffersons. Then oh. 227, yes? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And she was, uh, she was featured in El Camino. Yeah, uh, the, which is the follow-up to Breaking Bad. She had a, she had a role in that. <laughs> What's her age again? She is 92 years God old. God bless today. her. Yeah. She had a role in uh, History of the World Part Two as well. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch that. Uh, so, happy 92nd birthday to Marla Gibbs. It is also Boy George's oh. birthday today. Uh, Boy George, I think we mentioned him yesterday in Music News, uh, yesterday in Music News, uh, going on tour with Rod Stewart, was that? I think that's the word. Yeah. So, listen, I'm a Culture Club fan. Yeah. I, I, I dug a lot of their stuff. Absolutely. Uh, he was uh, very charismatic. He seems to be doing very well now. And a great singer, too. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, there's several songs that came out of that group that I was uh, that still to this day that will get me singing. You and know? he was involved with the songwriting. Yeah. Church of the Poison Mine was kind of a pseudo hit that I really dug. I Culture Club. Uh, so, Boy George turns 62 years old today. Yasmeen Bleeth ah. of Baywatch fame and uh, Nash Bridges and basketball. Steve. I love basketball. It's right. the uh, the South Park guys. Um, she, I saw pictures of her recently. I think she's trying to reel it back get in back together. Good, because she bit. she had a cocaine problem. She she put on a bunch of weight. Yeah. She was having some you know some personal struggles, and I hope hope she gets it together. Addiction will do it to you, man. Yeah, she turns fifty five today. Steffi Graf, the uh, tennis star and wife of Andre Agassi, Steffi is celebrating her fifty fourth birthday today. Is she German? She's German. Okay, yes, yeah, uh, fifty four years old today. It's wild that when when the you know, when the elites of whatever their field is uh, end up together. You know, like yes. you see A-list well, actors together or A-list sports stars together. That's right, when Reggie Jackson married Babe Ruth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think before Andre Agassi, she was married to Boris Becker, who was okay. also at the top of yeah. the team. And then Boris And got he's in jail. All yes. sorts of tax problems. Tax evasion. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. More than and, once. And Andre Agassi is part of that Brooke Shields documentary because they were together. That's right, yeah. And she's just relaying true stories. Yeah, but rage problems, you right? Yeah, rage problems. Huge, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, Steffi Graf is uh, 54 today. Eric Hyden, there's another athlete. Yes. Yep. 
Yes. Maybe, boy, if Eric could call in for some support today when Casey does the shot put trying to break the sixth graders record. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. But Eric Hyden was the, uh, he was a speed skater, and he was one of those that was just collecting trophies and, and uh, medals left and right. Uh, he turns uh, 65 <laughs> years old today. You can say his name one more time, Casey, if you oh, want. Okay, on the sure. clip Eric! Uh, Diablo Cody, we've all told the story many times of when Diablo Cody stopped by here, the screenwriter of uh, Juno and uh, creator of United States of Terror. We didn't know much about her. We just knew she was a former stripper, so we asked her about being a stripper. Had no idea, yeah. but she was really cool. Yeah. And she, she'd, she'd yeah. gone in and, and uh, she uh, gave us sort of a peek behind that. She wrote a script for a movie that I really like that kind of got mixed reviews, Jennifer's Body. I didn't see it. Yeah, with Good? Megan Fox it's, yeah. and uh, Amanda right. Seyfried. It's a, it's a it's a comedy horror movie. Okay, uh, Press, you haven't seen Juno, and I, I can't know. I can't stress it to you. There are so many players in that movie that you love. Yeah, and you it's know what? Really cute, and just even the the final scene. Steve, yeah, it's a sweet movie. It's so really, really sweet. Is. You yeah. recently watched a movie that you had never seen that I was like, really? Yeah, uh, and so. And that was uh, October Sky, great yeah. movie, one of Jake Gyllenhaal's first movies. And Casey, like, immediately the next day went out and watched it. So I Aww. will go, per your suggestion and everyone's suggestions here, go and and I, I'll, I'll get Juno and I'll watch it. I'll, pay I it definitely will. I will pay it for it. Absolutely. What are That's you going to watch, Kathy? I don't know. Give me something. Two girls in a cup. No, 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 no. Yeah. On. Yeah. I think I peeked over your shoulder one time when that was like, oh when my you guys God. were, and I'm like, oh. I, I'm out. You want to come over and watch Empire Strikes Back? Because we watched the first oh, one together. Can it be something good? <laughs> no. You would be one. watching the best Star Wars movie, I think, <laughs> next to Rogue One. I'll bring wine. I will have so many questions, you will want to die. No, no. no. I love answering those questions. During loves, the movie? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it before. I don't want to. Oh. Diablo Cody is 45. We also have Lucy Hale, who is in Pretty Little Liars and Scream 4. She is 34 years old today. And then the final birthday, the United States Army. Yeah. Celebrates its birthday. Uh, and it was formed in 1775 on June 14th, 1775, which I did the math, which was a little bit of work because I didn't use a calculator. <laughs> and uh, the United States Army is 238 years old today. It's something when you see some of those originals, veterans walking around. <laughs> from, from 1775? <laughs> I know. Yeah, thank you for your service. Well, they don't make them like that anymore, Steve. <laughs> um, by the way, your math is wrong. Sorry. Uh, what is no. it? 248. 248? I got... But uh, I carried the one. I know, I know. I'm oh. sorry. Listen, I'm the max math expert in the room. So right, I watched. Wait, let me look at your math because don't, I, no, let's I don't, show I, the I've work. Got stories I got to get to. We'll do. I did show the work. Casey and I sat here. I okay. I turned to him and I go, dude, this is embarrassing. I have forgotten how to subtract. He goes, what do you mean? And I go, and I wrote out the two numbers, twenty, twenty three, and seventeen, seventy five. And then I realize as I'm going over to borrow the numbers, I'm like, I haven't actually done this. I know. In. I couldn't tell you how long that I physically wrote out figures to subtract it's them. It's sad, isn't and it? I'm, it's, t- it's incredibly sad. sad. It's so sad, Preston. I read when I do a uh, when I uh, put a tip on uh, on a re- at a restaurant. Yeah. 
You would think that I was working on the moon landing. Yes, yes. I mean, for cra- I doing the math, it's like it's like uh, you know, hidden figures. So now I think it's. A, I, I think I'm going to start to force myself to shy away from a calculator yes. and start to actually become like the Unabomber. Do it again. Yes. And get away way, from technology. The tech. Yeah. If there are restaurants. Well, they will hand you the receipt, and on the receipt, it will tell you exactly how much the bill will be if you add 15, 18, 20 sure. percent. Right. Yeah. It does it for you. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, but you don't do. You, you're like, you're I like want to be able to do it. I want to be able to do this for myself. So anyway, all right, 248 years. Congratulations, all the members, former and current, of the United States Army, and happy birthday yes. to you. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, a uh, hickey from Kaniki is like what? I'm going to go to Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Good morning. Good morning. It. Good morning, and good morning to see you. All right, <laughs> Samantha, it's uh, a hickey from Kaniki is like what? Hallmark card. You only yeah. care to send the very best. That is correct. Hang on, Samantha. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom, and you can enjoy your favorite uh, coasters and thrill rides in Dorney Park. Family fun in Planet Snoopy and over a dozen water slides in Wildwater Kingdom. Uh, all for one admission price. Get the best deal on admission tickets today at DorneyPark.com. All right, we have a few things to mention in the entertainment report. So Amber Heard, uh, so a year after Johnny Depp's defamation case against her, um, the Aquaman actress uh, paid the Pirates of the Caribbean actor a million dollars. Source close to Depp told People Magazine he is planning to donate the settlement money to five different charities uh, Make a Film Foundation, The Painted Turtle, mm. Red Feather, Tiatira. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Of any of these. Tiaroa. I will spell this for you. Duty. T E T T P I A R O A N Society. I have no. It's a French Polynesian society. Oh, well, there you go. You know that'd be something he'd be into. And the Amazonian Fund Alliance. Uh, and wheelchairs for Komodo dragons. After <laughs> after a settlement was reached in December 2022, Heard issued a statement announcing that the very difficult decision was not an act of concession. Uh, the actress said at the time, it's important for me to say that I never chose this. I defended my truth in doing so. Uh, my life as I knew it was destroyed. The vilification I have faced on social media is an amplified version of the ways that women are re-victimized when they come forward. Isn't she now in España? She is, yeah. yeah. She loves it there. Uh, police, uh, people, not police, people also report that Heard is expected to make her first public appearance since the trial ended uh, at the 69th uh, Termina Film Festival in Italy later this month. Uh, her new film... Uh, in the Fire will be premiering at that festival. So there was an issue with the original money that she had gotten, and she said she would donate it to uh, charity, and it was not. Is this part of that, or is that a wholly other settlement? No, this is him donating right. it, so I yeah. don't know, man. I'm not really sure, but I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, during a recent episode of Variety's Actors on Actors series, Brian Cox admitted to Emily Blunt that he is jealous of Meryl Streep. He said, I met her once. And I said, I never liked you. And she said, what? And Cox said, I said I never liked you because I was jealous. How can anybody be that good? Uh, the succession actor added, one of my ambitions before I snuff it, he said, is to work with Meryl. And Emily Blunt said, oh, don't say snuff it. She said, you will. She's amazing because she worked with her in Devil Wears yes, Prada. Yeah. And she said, she's amazing and was slightly terrifying on the Devil Wears Prada. She said... 
that it was one of the first times I love that movie that she had tried method acting, and she said, but it made her so miserable playing Miranda because she just you know. I had submerged herself into the character. That's been, if it's on, I'll watch it movie. It's fantastic. And, and Meryl Streep is friggin' amazing. Yeah. She delivers some of the most powerful performances ever committed to film. Yeah. But she can also do things like Death Becomes Her. I agree. And be funny. Yep. And uh, it's complicated yeah. and not a great comedy uh, movie. What is it? Uh, a river, the river movie where she's... Um, the River ca- Wild? River Wild. River Wild, An yeah. action movie. Yeah. yeah. So she's amazing. I don't know why, how I failed to mention this yesterday, but I'm bringing it up today. Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds are bringing the EFL League Two soccer team home. The National League champions, Wrexham AFC, will play a friendly, as they call it, against the Philadelphia Union at Subaru Park, and that will be on July 28th. It is official. So things are afoot, correct? Yes. Pertaining plans that had to be stopped you mean us? Yes. I hope so. Yes. Yeah, we would like to be broadcasting live from the stadium. We were ramping up to it. It was so exciting. We were in the throes of the yeah. uh, corona stuff, and, uh, and yes. I'd love to do this. So the day of the match is July 28th. That's a Friday. Yep. So That's the day we broadcast. We will be broadcasting live from uh, Subaru Park. So uh, Union President Tim McDermott said in a news release they have successfully captured a worldwide audience with their National League title and subsequent promotion to EFL League Two. And it will be such a great experience for fans to witness the clash between these two clubs and see the skills on display. Uh, Rob and Ryan Reynolds brought, bought uh, Wrexham AFC in November of 2020. Of course, they have the hit TV show Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham AFC, founded in 1864, is the third oldest professional association football club in the world. Amazing. And they achieved promotion to League Two, which is the fourth tier of the English Football League system by winning the National League. And it's the first time that Wrexham returned to League Two since the 2007-2008 season. So how, how much has Ted Lasso worked into a, a greater appreciation of soccer? I mean, I, very, very, very much so. Right. And and the whole pro- process, I think, is fascinating. I, yeah. I'll tell anyone, the best way to really appreciate it, and even if you're going to watch it on television or whatever, just in general, go see them play live. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, to buy tickets, fans are being asked to sign up for the union's priority list. Mm. Uh, the club says that it will give them the best chance to grab their ticket. So we're excited about that. Nick's been in contact with Rob. We've got these things underway. So that, again, is going to be on July 28th, a Friday. So just a heads up on that. Uh, how about this? Um, a couple of celebrity deaths uh, to mention. Uh, Cormac McCarthy. Yes. A Pulitzer Prize winning novelist who endured decades of obscurity and poverty before film versions of All the Pretty Horses, No Country for Old Men, and The Road brought him a wide readership and financial security. He passed away Thursday in Santa Fe. He was 89 years old and his son, John McCarthy, announced his death from natural causes. I uh, was extremely reclusive. Uh, McCarthy shunned publicity so effectively, and I love this. One critic observed he wasn't even famous for that. <laughs> You're right, he was yeah, so yeah. obscure. He wasn't even famous for being reclusive. Uh, but uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen's 2008 adaptation of the 2005 novel No Country for Old Men put him momentarily in the limelight. The crime thriller starred Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, and Josh Brolin. Won Oscars for Best Picture, Director, Adapted Screenplay, and Supporting Actor. There's another movie I, I've never seen. Oh, it's pretty wild. It's re- uh, Javier Bardem is so sociopathic. I you started know. watching some of it, and I was like, I wasn't in that mood. You have to be in the yeah, mood. Yeah, so it's I stopped watching thing. it. Is yeah. what? It's a pacing thing. It yeah. is absolutely a pacing thing, but if you're in the right mood, it's great. He, 
uh, he I, I loved his writing. Um, he did Preston though. He did what he did go out in public periodically. He would appear as one of the members of the Blue Man Group. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, good on you. Yeah, and he didn't have to speak at all. No. Oh, yeah. uh, Steve, I don't know if you read The Road. Um, I, I, I liked the movie a lot. I, I read the book, and uh, I didn't want to watch the movie after reading the book. It's, oh, it's that great. Good. It's yeah. brilliant, uh, but it is so down yeah, and so I depressing. I feel like I saw The Road. Who was in it? Uh, Viggo, Viggo. Viggo. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. Um, real quick. What does uh, Javier Bardem you? What is that gun thing that it's he like uses? It's like a nail gun, like a pneumatic. Yeah, is it air that he it's shoots? It's air. Yeah, oh, okay. it's a pressurized. That's his weapon of choice, Preston. Mm, okay. Uh, so his first novel, well, his first novel, uh, The Orchard Keeper, was published in 1965. Commercial success eluded him until his 1992 National Book Award winning All the Pretty Horses. And the film version in 2000 began to turn his career around. That's one pretty horse. Uh, and then uh, in 2009, John Hillcote directed a powerful film version of his Pulitzer Prize winning 2006 novel, The Road, <clears throat> which is a post-apocalyptic father-son story. Uh, like we said, it starred Viggo Mortensen, uh, Cody Smith-McPhee, Char- uh, Charlize Theron, and Robert Duvall. Uh, critic reception was largely favorable, but the bleak movie opened to modest returns at the box office. So it's a real... It's not a party movie. ...downer from what I understand. It's the successor to Revenge of the Nerds. He was married three times, two sons, Cullen McCarthy and his wife, Lee Holman, uh, with his wife, Lee Holman, and John Francis McCarthy, born in 1999 with his third wife, Jennifer Winkley, and he divorced his second wife, Annie Delise, in 1981. Another person passed away. John Romita Sr. He is one of the key artists in Marvel Comics history who co-created characters such as Wolverine, The Punisher, and Mary Jane Watson. And he passed away on Tuesday. He was 93. Although his uh, major contributions were made at Marvel Comics, he split time between the company and rival DC Comics in his early career. He was born in 1930, worked at Timely Comics, which would later become Marvel Comics in the 1940s, and then DC Comics in the 1950s and 60s. Uh, in 1966, he took over uh, for artist uh, Steve Ditko on the Amazing Spider-Man series, working alongside Stan Lee, and shaped the current conception of the superhero. His Spider-Man tenure included Peter Parker's perennial love interest, Mary Jane Watson, so he created yeah, her. Yeah, it's awesome. As well as the crime boss Kingpin, and Great. he uh, a feud with Lee eventually... Ended his time on the series. When you would get your um, comic books, and I was I had my comic book period uh, for a while. Um, the different artists I loved, I would follow their work, and and sometimes they would release you know tributes to their work, and it was it was cool. I don't know a lot of them now. Yeah, me either. I I, I didn't really. I, I followed the stories. I read the books. I didn't really keep track of who was yeah. writing uh, or stories. You know, writing the stories or the or the artists, but. Other enduring Spider-Man characters created by him included Vulture, hmm. uh, the mobster Hammerhead, Sonic-powered Shocker. He created him, the Hobgoblin, and also uh, he had a hand in telling uh, the creating the tragic seminal storyline, The Night Gwen Stacy Died, which is considered one of the best Spider-Man stories ever told. And he also helped create Luke Cage, Daredevil villain Bullseye, and Great Wilson stuff. Fisk, who is of course Kingpin. Uh, he was inducted into the Eisner Awards Hall of Fame in 2002 and the Inkwell Awards Hall of Fame in 2020, survived by his wife, Virginia, and sons, Romita Jr. and Victor. Have you ever given a Sonic Power Shocker? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's got to be yeah. pleasure and pain all oh in one shot, right? <laughs> so, speaking of uh, superhero stories, uh, according to Variety, Ezra Miller made their first public appearance in nearly two years at the Los Angeles premiere of The Flash on Monday night. Uh, Miller had been embroiled in a number of controversies in recent years. We've talked about all of those. 
Uh, at the premiere, Miller thanked executives for their grace and discernment and care. He said, "In the context of my life and bringing in this moment to fru- and bringing this moment to fruition." So that's underway. When does that Friday? Yeah. This Friday, I believe so. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what are the? I got a lot of movies to see. Yeah, I saw it and I enjoyed it. But what what oh. are the critics saying? Do you know, good, good, okay. good. Now, some um, I think in general case, even people who are forecasting bad things for it. it have a general enjoyment about it and see the effort being made. So I'm 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 very excited. I'm going to go in with um, metered expectations, uh, but I mean, there's so much in there that I'm really looking forward to. Listen, I mean, Keaton getting to be yeah. Batman for an extended period, like do Batman stuff. Affleck in the beginning. I mean, it's it's going to be great. When I saw it, uh, there were more crowd cheers. During the movie, than I had ever witnessed in, so, in any other awesome. movie. There's this, they call it fan service, mm-hmm. and then sometimes people bristle at that. I'm like, why? Yeah, give, give the fans what they want. So the Nick pulled up the uh, Rotten Tomato score. The tomato meter is 89, percent which is great. Uh, the audience score, and it's rare that this is lower than the uh, critics. It's 59 percent mm. uh, for for a film of this nature. You know, yeah. that's interesting. Huh. Um, but uh, you, your review. I um uh <laughs> I didn't know you saw it. You yeah, I saw it last Monday. Uh I enjoyed it. And I'm going to say that and 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 that's it. You enjoyed it. I right. I, I enjoyed it. All right. Uh, and now listen, I'm, I'm not sorry a, to hear that. I'm not a comic book guy. Craig Legans loved it. Right. And uh and so he's more of the comic book guy and I think um, I think I'm going to be more towards Craig's realm because so much, I'm oh, I love the Flash. For you know, for many years, so there's probably a lot of little Easter eggs for people who know so. the material yeah. and maybe get a little more entertainment out of exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. All right. I have a few other things. Uh, people reports that Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, Kylie uh, Riley Kehoe, uh, has been named the sole trustee of the late singer songwriters trust. That's right, man. Uh, this comes one month after uh, the actress and her grandmother Priscilla Presley reached an agreement over Lisa Marie's estate. Uh, so she is the one who is getting the sole trustee honor of that. Yeah. This, and I'm, I'm sure there's going to be uh, continuing legal stuff going on here. Probably. Uh, Entertainment reports that Haley Bieber took her Instagram stories on Tuesday to ask her fans to stop with the negativity. Stop it! Seemingly in reference to Selena Gomez's comment section. She said, if you're leaving mean or rude comments on my behalf on anyone's post, just know that I don't want that, nor do I ever or will ever support or condone hateful, mean, or nasty comments. Uh, she said, "During uh, doing that is not supporting me. If you are participating in that, you are a part of a culture that I want no part of. Be nice or don't say anything. Uh, this comes after Bieber and a rumored, had a rumored feud with Gomez, who used to, of course, date her husband, Justin Bieber. Whoopi Goldberg. Wants to <laughs> return to game shows as the host of Wheel of Fortune. Never no. suck. Uh, yeah, I know. No, thanks. When Jeopardy host Ken Jennings made an appearance on The View, co-host Alyssa Farrah Griffin asked him to uh, for a reaction following Sajak saying he was stepping down. And in the middle of Griffin's question, Goldberg is heard saying, I want that job. Uh, Jennings was hopeful that Wheel has, quote, an envelope that says what to do when the host leaves following Jeopardy's own succession Crises. I saw an interesting theory yesterday floated amongst Jeopardy fans sending uh, Maya and Bialik to Wheel and keeping Jen as the full-time permanent host at uh, Jeopardy. I, personally, I think 
Ken does a better job of it than I Mayim. do as well. I, I don't dislike Mayim. No, nope. I, I just don't think she's a terrific Jeopardy host. I think I Ken is. Yeah, um, but she might do a good job at Wheel. Well, uh, Bloomberg reporter Lucas Shaw tweeted that Ryan Seacrest oh. has been <gasps> talking to the producers of Wheel oh. of Fortune. Mm-hmm. You guys are against it. I think he'd be good. I, I think, think he'd be so good. Too. I think he's yeah. doing too much. Though. I think he's yeah. yeah, but he just left. I he's not doing he, he, he just came back. He's, he's he he came back and, and did a guest hosting. Well, thing. yeah, but that he was said they said he was going to do that I'm when, when Mark for isn't him. there. He was going to come back and yeah. guest host. All right. Uh, Shaw wrote. Some say sources say he's the front runner. Others say he is just one of many that is interested. Yeah, which you, I'm sure that's the case. You can view it as give somebody else a shot. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Just give give somebody else a he's shot. Got, you're, you're, you're fine. Yeah. I know. I know they won't give it to Vanna, but I think she did a, a fine job. I think they should keep Vanna if you want to usher in. You know, people are very protective of that uh, of that duo. Mm-hmm. So whoever's going to come in will probably have an easier time if Van is there. I got an idea. What about a husband wife duo? Something like Nick Lachey and his uh, his uh, wife Vanessa. Yeah. How about Mel Gibson? Okay. And uh, <laughs> was he the, the, the uh, oh yeah the one that was no. the Russian him? singer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot who that was. Exana Bayul or something. <laughs> Turn the letter. Oh, you want me to turn the what? <laughs> What? What letter? <laughs> Not Oksana Bayul. Gregoryova. What was her yeah, name? Good, good Oksana Gregoryova. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, That's the phrase, yeah. I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people would watch that. Perfect. Uh, so, hey, anybody could get the gig. Who the hell knows? Uh, Deadline reports that... Women talking director Sarah Pauly is in talks with Disney to direct a live-action remake of Bambi. Stop it! Sources tell the outlet that the remake will feature music from six-time Grammy-winning country star Casey Musgraves. I like her. Yeah, but we don't really need No, and here's the deal. Did you watch the um, Lion King live? I did. I felt like they lacked life. You know what I mean? Like a soul. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. They used super state-of-the-art. Favreau did a great job. Yeah. Uh, uh, You know, and it it looks splendid, but there is something in the animation that allows a little bit more emotion because it's hard to get, uh, you know, you get this Uncanny Valley stuff going on, and it's just... there's animation has a certain charm to it. There are some who even say, like the original Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. the hand drawn animation had a little bit more uh, character to it. I just all I ask is make it good, and, oh. and 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 a reason for it. A lot of this is just simply they're capitalizing on the name, mm-hmm. and they they people will go see it. If you saw the movie uh, Call of the Wild, that dog was uh, was CGI'd, and actually it was really good. And oh, they yeah. did they did a job of adding a little bit of emotion to the dog's face. Uh, which was subtle enough to to be believable, but it also added some character. I liked it. I was a little distracted by it. However, there was another movie where they incorporated a CGI dog for a little bit, Togo, in case I know you saw that. I did, yes. Uh, with real dog. Um, but yeah, I guess it's everyone sees it in a different... It's like a Rorschach test. There you go. It's like Rorschach himself. One last story. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Stephen Colbert has extended his contract with The Late Show for another three years. Uh, the actor took over hosting duties from David Letterman in September of 2015, so they're going to tack on another three years for him. Yep, he's got to get our agent. All right, and then the clips arrived. Ooh, Mindy Kaling's teen drama "Never Have I Ever" has returned for its final season, and in this clip, lead actress, wow, uh, should have looked at this ahead of time, Matrie 
Ramakrishanan shares her thoughts about how the show is coming to an end. Here we go. Um, it wasn't the scene itself. Um, but it was just knowing that this is the last moment you will breathe life into this character. It could have been Davey taking a dump, and I would have cried. Oh. It truly could have. That's a visual. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, never ha- uh, excuse me, Never Have I Ever Season 4 is streaming now on Netflix. Nick, Nick just pulled up a picture of her. I think... Um, one of my kids is watching this show because I saw it on in passing the other day, and I recognize her. Is absolutely. it fun? Do you have any? It's very cute. Yeah? Uh, it looked fun, yeah. Hmm. All right, next clip. Here we go. Elemental is Pixar's latest animated adventure. And here, Leah Lewis talks about Peter Son reaching out to her directly to play the main character, Ember. He went on my Instagram and saw this, like, sketch that I made. It was a pretty similar scene um, to one that is in the film. And then we just did a Zoom meeting, and then we actually came to the Pixar Studios to do an audition. At the end of my audition, they told me in the room. I was, like, bawling my eyes out. And I was like, there's no way! Shut the f*** up! Uh, Elemental releases in theaters tomorrow. So that is now available. Uh, That looks like a return to some uh, Pixar magic of your so. yeah they need to get their mojo back yeah all right and that's the last story for the entertainment report hey a reminder we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets uh, for the always sunny podcast which is coming up saturday september 23rd at the man and if you're interested in winning it's our secret text word so text word secret to 39333 and we'll get that underway See is, you the, win. is this the summer of sunny because I think you just have to think about that, right? Yeah, you got Wrexham yeah. coming in, and you've got this happening. So uh, Rob and company all over the place. Oh, when does is... the new season come out? Off it's out. Yeah, it's out. It's out. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> all right, and with that, we will take a break. Don't forget, Casey throwing a shot put this morning uh, he, on the air. He was challenged. He was challenged. Couldn't the, let it lay. The gauntlet has been thrown. So we'll see how he does. And a few other things coming up too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Finally. How are we doing, MM Barbecue? MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including Aaron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey. Finger 11. Tiger Cub and MMR's local shots artist, Fixin77. Plus, the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A little while we're uh, headed outside of the studio, Casey's going to—he's the—he's been challenged by the father of a sixth grader uh, to try and uh, throw the shot put or put the shot mm-hmm. uh, at least thirty feet. And how, Casey says he's putting it at least thirty-five. How was it posed to you again? It was, it was sort of condescending, was it not? Uh, no, no. I, in fact, I'm trying to make it not sound as uh, you will not let it go. No, this you guy, hate this guy, guy basically. <laughs> Insulted you and your family. You're less did. than a man. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You're less than a man. Yeah. Uh, I Lizzo. said, you know, what if he calls my mother a whore? And you yeah. know what he said? Well, well is she? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So we were at the uh, Archdiocese. You're a coward. 
championships at Franklin Field on a couple of Saturdays right. ago. His son, who is a he is a like tall, large sixth right. grader. Uh, he threw his shot put thirty eight feet, and but here's the deal: like for weeks leading up to that, I was like, man, I wonder if I can. I just want to. I want to go throw it, you know, yeah. and and my wife wouldn't let me. Like I waited. I, I stand by me. Uh, oh. Don't talk to the other boys. Yeah, uh, we were at the like the quarterfinals at Episcopal, and it was done. Like the, the event was over, and I was like, let me just go over there and pick up a shot. But right, far, and she wouldn't let me do it. So finally, when I heard that he threw thirty eight feet, I was like, I could throw it thirty eight feet, and then he's like, dude, I, I don't even think he could throw it thirty. In, You're in, less than a man. Yeah. <laughs> and he said I had no respect for the sport. Thank ah, you. That's the fighting word. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, about an hour from now, we're going to try that out. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to head outside. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Uh, but this real, is like the thrill in Manila, Preston. Yeah. Real quick, I, w- I did want to talk about some other things that are school related uh, because. Um, graduations, you guys have probably seen the signs up in yards all over yeah. the place. You've seen the tents with the balloons. People are having graduation parties. Uh, last day of school for my youngest was yesterday. Don't oh, wow. It's, God, the joyous day, oh. that final day of school. I remember it's tangible. It is, I, I can tell, I, I remember the excitement of that being on the bus on that final oh ride back home was just the greatest day ever. Did you have, um, did you have like half days rounding up the No, well, so we, we did. Maybe senior year, but for the most part, I remember being in the school the whole day and going, why are we even No, here? no. You know so what I mean? We would have. I had a lot of stuff that sucked about the schools that I went to, but uh, one of the things was that the last two or three days would be half days. God, yeah. You thought that sucked? No, that was good. Oh, oh, oh. So, Steve, uh, Ben has that this week, too. For his, It's his last week. Yeah. However, uh, it's a little bittersweet because it's also finals week. So ah. he, and, and so he's wrapping up. He's uh, going to a, a junior year next year. So he has sophomore finals all this week. So they're half days. But it's like the last bit of real work that he has to do because this is, determines his grades. You know, the, work, you, the whole thing, with the fun of the half days is that you could kind of be casual and nope. hang out and yeah. sit on your desk. And his, you know. his last final is tomorrow, and then they sort of have like a mental health day on Friday, which most of the kids don't bother going to or whatever. So his last right. day of school is tomorrow, but it's also his last final tomorrow. He has oh, to study up until the end, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you're supposed to have those days at the end where you're just basically cleaning the classroom and handing your books and stuff like that. I think my, um, my last day of school is way different than all of yours because I went to Catholic school. Right. And our last day of school, like... Go to church? We went to church and it ended in song. And we always sang the ends of the earth and like you had kindergarten through eighth grade singing at the top of their lungs and that was like that was the that was the banger at church at church and did everyone enjoy that or was it yes all right cool Yeah, it was weird like i couldn't really care less about anything in between the songs during mass but when it came time for the song stuff i was like you were down i was all about it oh the ends of the earth the creatures of the sea (laughs) dude so <laughs> when uh, so there's a lyric where he goes, uh, are they, are they, the the master. Of the <laughs> Weren't you singing that on sulfa exafluoride? Uh, when no, that was Deep River. Oh, okay. that was like straight out of. Uh, but we do have vacation. audio of him uh, yeah. singing it somewhere. Yeah. But and uh, so but, you loved having the entire group singing along. Oh my god! Well, so here's the deal. There's a lyric in there. It goes, uh, you, "You heard the creatures of the sea." Yeah. As it were the Lord of the earth, the master of... So when he got to master of yeah. the sea, you, you have to understand, there's a thousand kids all going, master, <laughs> master. You know, when you hear a thousand kids yeah. going doing that, it was 
the best, and we just all fed off of it. I, I was just happy to sit on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I remember those uh, those last few days. Now it is when you do have these kind of half day fizzle out, kind of sort of there things. I think there's a little bit of something missed because is it a chance to say goodbye to a few people? Yes. There are several Uh-oh. people you're not going to see for months, you know, and so uh, the, it was always like a, hey, you know, have a great summer. I'll see you next year That's or what, whatever. It was sort of like you could enjoy some of the ass. You could be, you could let your hair down, so to speak, at school yeah. and, and, uh, and you know, have some liberties. My last uh, month as a senior, um, and I think a lot more schools are doing this these days, basically it was a senior internship. For us, it was called career elective, and so it was, as a senior, the last four weeks of school, you kind of got to pick whatever you wanted to do and mm-hmm. i i taught uh french to middle school students wow. i taught french <laughs> to middle school students i i went half the time it was basically like a, a way to ease out of your senior year and my, my at Harrington, where my son goes seniors do the same thing they can there are no seniors in school for the entire last month of the school year mm, That's wow amazing so uh my my daughter my youngest graduates eighth grade today yeah and she and i actually had like a nice moment we uh we went out for some like burgers and milkshakes last night did you and- get your nails done uh, we did. And the funny part about that is my wife is asking her, hey, when do you want me to take you to get your nails done? Because the, the dance is tomorrow night. She goes, mom, that's really me and kind of me and dad's thing. <laughs> so, you know? so the graduate. So here's but the hang on, hang on. We, 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 What we were talking about is so she graduates and I was saying to her yesterday, I go, you know, here's the thing. Like with your social media, like you're going to be able to stay in contact with people. But. There are people that I went from kindergarten to eighth grade with that I have not seen huh. since the day we graduated eighth grade together. Yeah. Well, you know? well, the so did they have a graduation for seventh grade as well? No, no okay, no, no, no. no, because you're you still go back to school. Eighth grade is 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 graduation, and and you're you're done at that school forever. Right. Oh. So I do have a question about that because yeah. I we, we in going to public school we did not have middle school graduation. You simply just move to the next. You move to the high school, and then you go on. And then high school is when you get your actual diploma, uh, which I read. I was reading because I was intrigued. You said graduating from high school or grade. from from eighth grade. Uh, and graduation, the term itself means receiving a diploma. You're graduating. Yeah, yeah. You're graduating on. Do they get a certificate of sorts? Yeah. Okay. So, Preston, there's an, art, there's an article that I was reading. It said, too many graduations. And it says, depending on the school's calendar, May or June marks the end of the school year and the time to celebrate graduates. When someone states they are attending a graduation, you can no longer assume yeah. it's for a high school graduate or a college graduate. My former colleague, Vita Jackson, said Chris's... A kids graduate from everything these days. Infant room to toddler room, yeah, yeah, pre-K, yeah. kindergarten, <laughs> fifth grade, eighth grade. So by the time they get to their senior year, they've graduated like six times. Uh, uh, uh. I, I have noticed that. We had the one, we had a little quasi-graduation thing in sixth grade where we were moving on to junior high. And we really didn't get a diploma. We got little autograph books that we mm-hmm. could have our friends sign and so on and so forth. Uh, and then... High school graduation. Yeah, that was the next one. I yeah. love the pre-K one, and the, especially oh when they put them in like little cap and gowns. We did it's, do that. That was super cute. So cute. Um, so yeah. they they don't call it. it the, we had a graduation ceremony at Jason School, but they don't call it a graduation. They called it a moving up. Yes. Well, okay. That's, what we, that's yeah. what we did from uh, from fifth grade going into middle, middle school. school. We did right. call it moving, moving on up, moving, moving up, moving on up ceremony. Yeah. Did he get a diploma? Okay. No. Uh, no. Okay. No. Huh. Yeah, that's, it was just okay. a cer- yeah, it was yeah, just a ceremony. We got squat, <laughs> but it, but it was cute because um, so his school is right near the high school, so they used the high school field and Aww. their setup. So it was the actual graduation setup. That oh, they really? Used. Yeah, that's freaking okay. awesome. Yeah, wow. I got an autograph book. Um, yeah, and then uh, because that is a big jump, I think going from. Uh, 
uh, going from uh, grade school, yeah. elementary school mm-hmm. to, to, middle school. to middle school. Do you remember how they, they're not going to take this when you get to... Oh, yeah, yeah. When you get to <laughs> seventh grade, it's a whole new game. You know what, though? And they you do, realize that's pretty much similar. They do... Well, no, they do a good job of prepping them. Like, yeah. I think part of fifth grade, that was what they did. And he... I didn't really have to use that. He was like, well, I know when I get there next year, I'm going to have more homework. I'm going to have to do this. You know, they kind of... Uh, they. I thought they did a good job of getting them ready for it. I remember being terrified of the locker concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if I yeah. get my Wait, combination? He, Jace yeah. is nervous about yeah. that. Wait, so they do, this is something else that our school does, is they have a transition camp, right? And it's a day, uh, they, they pick like two days in the summer and the kids can choose between the two and they go in for like two hours and they the teachers take them around the school, they teach them how to do the lockers, they show them where their classes are going to be and where the gym is and where the lunchroom so is. Transition yeah. camp on, on the surface, that sounds like something you'd find in North Korea or something <laughs> right, yeah, like yeah. that. You know what it's I mean? orientation. We education. I know what it is. Yeah. But, you well, know, no, there's also orientation. We listen to the state and observe what the state wants you to do at all times. Yeah. Deny what your eyes tell you, brother. <laughs> no, it's not orientation. So they have an orientation. This is a little more oh, in-depth where they can okay. kind of move around the school themselves and, uh, you know, the teachers help them figure it out. But, Casey, you were saying uh, off-air that uh, there's uh, at the at the eighth grade graduation ceremony, there's awards and all kinds of things. Yeah, and, so actually it's, it's separate. So normally they would do it all in one shot. And so I, I, I'm, that's why I'm leaving earlier today because the award ceremony is today, this morning, and then the graduation ceremony in mass is tonight. And so that's a lot. It, wow, it is a lot. But listen, I, I mean, whatever again, happened to honoring the disinterested parent? <laughs> but, but I'm not. I, I'm not disinterested. I'm like, and if you're not interested, then yeah. don't go. Right, but right. like. I have. You have uh, to go whether you're interested or not. It's I, your kid. But I've been been invested in says you in my child child children's lives for a long time now, and and, so and they're winning awards. I I feel like Avery is going to win some awards today. Awesome. I mean, I look at her report card, and I don't know how I don't know how anybody's better. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I mean, like her her report. Oh God, cards you are can't crazy. do that though. You don't know if she's winning awards. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, but you can't say that. <laughs> well, please make a Set huge scene if she does. It. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. By the way, Casey case said this doesn't. off air a little while ago to one of her turns he goes oh, who did you ask this to uh matt you go matt who, who won, won all your eighth grade awards <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like anybody remembers he was like, that? i don't know yeah um yeah well we didn't have awards when i graduated eighth grade. you had the one award which was like uh the what do you call it um perfect attendance award and right. by the way and that was you yeah well i missed one day one day right from kindergarten to eighth grade i missed one day and jason grime who didn't miss any days you know what he got a piece of paper hmm. that Sounds I don't. Bitch. I mean, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? So you missed take one it, day, though. The people take, who missed like twenty are like, yeah, no, it's I, not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> Jason Grime. Jason Grime didn't well, miss any. Today's day. a heroin addict. Yeah, I um, I that's so funny, Casey, uh-huh. that you have those vivid memories of eighth grade because I, I remember very little from eighth grade. Um, I remember going from ninth grade to high school. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, or becoming like a quote unquote high school student or whatever. Preston, I wanted to address this text. Um, because uh, I, I think that it's fairly accurate. This ben, one? Yeah, Ben doesn't yeah. use his locker at all. I don't even know if they're issued lockers in high school anymore. My kids did not either. And so, as, a really? result, yep. as a result, their backpacks weigh 12,000 yeah. pounds. Agreed. And they carry around all their stuff. Plus, they have computers most of the time, too. Yes. A lot of it's digital, and that's why they don't need the lockers. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have lockers. There's loads of lockers at the high school, but they, but they just don't need... use them. They... I'm like, that was my that was my home base. Home. Why don't yeah. you turn them into wine racks? But yeah. they still need the 
books and stuff. So now they're carrying all the books all and they're carrying yeah. the yeah. Co- heavy computers that's a good that point. they need. I mean, you see these kids with like luggage on, the, like Sherpas. Well, locker area was like a place where you would hang out with your friends. Yeah. You would gather at your buddy's locker and, and talk about girls and whatever the hell else. So I, I just don't know like where those gathering spots are anymore. Let me ask you guys, how many feeder schools uh, fed from your uh, into your middle school? Five or six. Um, yeah, I don't know. For at least three. So, I, Casey, yeah. I went to three separate elementary schools. Yeah. I went to two separate junior high schools. Yeah. And, so that's and, why that stuff uh, Because they kept redistricting, and I was always on the outer edges of whatever the area they had set up was, so I had to go to the new place. Yeah. I was the new kid in town. Yeah, so that's why I don't think that your middle school, your eighth grade... Things were, were like as memorable as mine because I went from kindergarten to eighth grade with these same kids. And nah, yeah, and no, so no such that, luck. I remember like everybody and like and, and I do have a lot of memories from that time, but like I also was with the same people for nine yeah, years. I was always the cool mysterious yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean not only James Dean type. We had five or six elementary schools, but the the grades at which you were at all of those schools, those also changed. So when I was in fifth and sixth grade, I was at Hillside Elementary. By the time I graduated from high school, fifth and sixth grade were at the middle school. So hmm. they moved up. And then when I went I did ninth grade at Valley Forge Middle School, and then ninth grade was at the high school by the time I graduated. So all those grades shifted around because of population Ours in, in those schools. One through six elementary school, seven to nine junior high, yeah. and 10, 11, Ours senior. shifted throughout yeah. my entire 12 years. And then let me ask you guys. Oh, sorry, Kath, go ahead. Oh, not the, not the shift from uh, uh, from eighth grade into high school. I don't. I really don't remember. I think I don't really re- remember much of ninth grade, like that shift. But my eighth grade year, I think that was the most memorable year, and it was because of the teach- the teachers that we had. Though we had this amazing group of teachers. I've talked about them before. I've mentioned them on the show before. Some of them uh, have reached out to me. They're still in the area, but it was those teachers um, at our school that just made the year so great. And I'm just asking you to. Uh, from your eighth grade to high school, what percentage of your classmates went from that middle school to that high school? All, of, all of them. Okay, yeah. so Not me. I'm looking at my my daughter's eighth grade picture, and they're all and so this was their last day yesterday, and they all wore the T-shirts from whatever high school they're going to. Oh, eleven different high schools. So wow, that's wow. that's different. So for, that's why gra- this is a for graduation Catholic school, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you pick your high school yeah. that yeah. you go to, whereas ours all filters into one. High this school. is not a moving up. This is a graduation, and right. and some of these people... No won't. deluxe apartment in the sky. Mm-mm. Happy birthday. I just remember those, tra- Gibbs. those <laughs> transitions of going from grade school to middle school, middle school to high school, and just arriving in, in each one of those years, those beginning years at the new school, and looking around going, who are all these people? Like, you know, it was just all of a sudden a gr- whole group of new people that you just did not know at all. And it was strange. Yeah. Was, was I mean, your head's spinning. Yeah. And there were already, you know, these little cliques and things that we, were happening. We had, a, what, 1,100 kids in our high school uh, graduating class? Wow. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a lot. Wow. Man. And they kept saying, you'll never be more famous than Bob Costas. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> he went to your high school? He did. Is, are you guys roughly the same age? No, he's older than no, you for sure. And he has pink eye. Oh. <laughs> well, he did at yeah, once. That's for sure. So uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so there's a graduation ceremony for you today. Yeah, uh, and and uh, I know Souderton, where my youngest goes, had theirs a couple of days ago. Caroline actually went to that. Oh my god! Yeah, which is pretty cool. No, that's not what I'm saying. I oh, forgot okay. about. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. I got distracted by it's something okay. I read. Uh, no, notable alumni. No, no, no. Notable alumni from uh, Comac High School. Bob Cuss. This is number three. Number 12, 
Steve Morrison. Oh! Steve, you're on there. You did Steve, it. you. The name below, you're right above. Hang on. You are right. You are right above Rosie O'Donnell. What? Now, in fairness, that's because it's in alphabetical order. Oh, However, like a son of a bitch. That's how I ended up next to Eddie Murphy on a. Yeah. But Carly I mean, Aquilino, who we've had in our great. studio. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Bob Costas, really cool. Rosie, Eustace. I mean, that's neat. That's a, yeah. that's a cool thing. All right. Do you know who Ruth N. Swenson is? Not a clue. She was All an right, opera I singer. nailed her. No. Oh, you nailed her. <laughs> yeah. Does she have the high notes? Because she's an opera singer. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, there we go. Well, at least I finally made some list. Congratulations. In parentheses next to Steve's name, it says. Citation needed. Yeah, because I believe. What does that mean? Uh, because Wikipedia don't is, exist. is the people's encyclopedia. Uh-huh. Anyone could have added this. Uh, yeah. okay. uh, but Steve does have his own wiki entry. Okay, yes. can you go back there, uh, Nick? Can we have a contest to see who has the most famous graduate of uh, their high school? Because uh, is, sure. is, is Bob Costas the. the he would have to. Well, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize she went to Comac High School North because there was a Comac High School South, which we envied Preston because they had eating coils under their sidewalks. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so the snow would, snow uh, would melt. Well, that's Are you pretty, serious? Yeah, yeah there was a beautiful fancy. school, and ours was a dump. And, right. oh, O'Hara has a lot, Case. There's, and, and, and for notable alumni, they, they divided into sports, entertainment, military, government, religious. So maybe for for you, Casey, I don't know. I mean, the most infamous one is Tim Donaghy. He's the NBA referee who got pinched for rigging uh, the games. Rigging right? games, yeah. Um, so there's got to be somebody of, of note. Um Kathy, from your school? Uh, mine, well, uh, uh, Richard Kind, of course. Right. Yeah. Yes. Actor. But then there, we had um, professional a- athletes. Uh, Lavoy Allen and uh, Troy Vincent also graduated from Pennsbury. Preston, what's yours called again? Uh, Parkway Central High School. There's got to be a statue of you there. Uh, somewhere. Somewhere there's got to be. No, uh, the, the one that I remember was uh, uh, Trista. Trista? Oh, yeah. uh, from, from The Bachelor? From The Bachelor. And but- then there was, there was like a, an infamous guy. I know I'm on there. You're on there. Matt Scherer's on there. He's a a really good pitcher, future Hall of Famer. Uh, Joel Higgins from Silver Spoons. Yes. Um, The Higgins Award. Oh, yeah, Michael Avenatti. That guy's in jail. Yeah, Yeah. the guy. Yes. So he went to my high school. Everyone's got to have notorious. You know, and he was there at the same time I was because I graduated in 86. He graduated in 89. So he would have been a uh, a freshman, right, when I was a senior. Yeah. Could have introduced you to Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think, yeah, I think Max Scherzer probably is, or Joel Higgins from your high school, and then you. And, and then, then, um, what, all right. Spring so, so do you, Springside, yes. Wait, while you look it up, um, you know who's on mine also is our former intern, Jordan, from Mo Lauda and the Humble. Oh, Jordan. Oh, yeah, no kidding. He's on the list, yeah. Great singer, man. Springside Chestnut Hill is Marissa's alum. Yep. And let's see who notable. Wow, there's a lot of them on this list. Oh, yeah. Monet Davis from uh, the. The uh, Tigers, right? Taney, the Taney Tigers? Taney, Taney Dragons. Taney Dragons, yeah. She's on there. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, um. I think that's a mansion people's school. That is a mansion people's school. By the way, go search your, your own high school and see, you know, today is kind of a cool oh. little thing to look back and see who was famous that graduated from your school. You know who's on Mercer's is uh, a guy who made a lot of money off of this show and we didn't make a dime, Michael Strange from Bassett's Ice Cream. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was an all-girls school. I thought it was an all-girls school. school. <laughs> He's a good guy. I did, too. Wait, uh, what's the story? Was it was it all girls, or did they just allow uh, ice cream members heart? <laughs> <laughs>
Mike. Just Mike. Uh, no, when I attended Springside uh, was just girls. It's still kind of technically it merged with uh, Chestnut Hill Academy. Okay. Who we shared classes with, and now the, it's Springside Chestnut Hill Academy. Okay. All Did you fun. graduate from there? Is that where you graduated from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, graduated with a couple of guys who played professional uh, soccer. Were you mentioned people? No. Okay. No, but I give but, credit for her parents for dry. Did they drive you to school every day? I, I have I ever talked about this with you guys? Like I thought that I was like going to a city school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, let me leave Lower Marion and go to Chestnut Hill, uh. not knowing what Chestnut Hill. I mean, that's was all about far. I mean, like to drive every day for school. You know what? It's funny because it was only twenty minutes, but in high school, that's the end of the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. That is. <laughs> and it was, Jesus. It was Lincoln Drive. Could you imagine seventeen-year-olds driving oh Lincoln Drive? Dude, I had every almost morning? like a forty-five-minute bus ride oh. at well, one point. Fifty sh- minutes. Seamus goes to St. Joe's Prep. Prep. Yeah. That's yeah. a long yeah. north. But does he get bust? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They'll but that's bu- still. That, I mean, it's hour drive. In yeah. The so he takes a bus from Marble Newtown High School to. Um, to school, and then, uh, and, and so then. So, what time does he leave the house? Oh, I don't know. I'm here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I, like so, like six thirty, seven o'clock, something uh, like that. And do you know what time school starts? No. Okay. No, I just no. I I, I know that I have to pick him up from rugby practice at Edgeley Field, uh, and that is in Fairmount Park. That's right near like Boathouse Row. Boy, that's fun. Every day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the rugby practice is like three days a week. Two to three days a week. I'm sticking to the school in my township. Yeah, I'm not driving. I am, <laughs> dude. I know. I know. I used to take two buses. I would like go to Penwin. Then there was like a, a swap. You would get off your bus, go to another bus, and then get on that second bus, and then go to school. Do you remember We're the terror home. if you if you were a bus rider? You missed your bus. Uh, well, we would also Kathy in the schools I went to. There was always forty million kids, so there was uh, there was like. 30 buses, and I'm, you're looking for the number, and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, these, yeah. these people look like they're Russian. Right. What bus did I get on? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then just getting back to my high school to round this out, I went to Conestoga High School. Grant showed who was on uh, Murphy Brown. Uh, Todd Glass, our buddy, went to the same high school as me. Jenny Eisenhower, the granddaughter of uh, Richard Nixon and great-granddaughter of Dwight D. Eisenhower. Wow. You got some goodies. David Bush is a, a ball player in the major leagues. And then Abby Jacobson is probably the most famous. She was on Broad City, and uh, she's doing a, a league of their own now. Where did Adam hmm. McKay go? Adam McKay went to Great Valley. Oh, he went to Great Valley. Yeah, we lived. Okay. We both lived near each other, but we were in separate school districts. All right. Well, anyhow, it is the time when uh, this whole graduation and last day of school and all this this activity, this excitement is happening. And uh, I Rem- just, remember these times, kids. I yes, we have a huge please. population of eighth graders that listen to the show. <laughs> I say, remember these moments. But I just remember those. I, I can, like I told you, it's tangible. I can taste it. Mm-hmm. That last day of school excitement. There's v- hardly anything. T- Touches it. One little observation. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, when you were of this age, didn't summer seem to last for eight months? Oh, yeah. I know. And, yes. and though it's only I, two months, a little uh, under two months, but yet it seemed like all... Yep. Oh, this is the eternity awaits Dude, me. It's it's June 14th, yeah. and I already feel like summer's halfway I over. Oh, my God, me too. You know Third what I mean? Wow. kids aren't even out of school yet. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. And that's what happens when you get older, folks, uh, kids, if you're <laughs> going to school this morning. You die at an accelerated rate. Yes, an accelerated rate. It's an insanely fast rate. Right. So enjoy it. Yes. All right, listen, we need to take a break. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day uh, when we return. And a reminder, today's last day to sign up for the I Bleed for Ple- Preston and Steve Blood Drive. We've got some details here in just a second. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR. 
and it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to go live on Fox. Good day in a moment, and in a little while we're going to build a five-layer gelati. <gasps> a little mystery gelati thing from uh, Rita's, and we'll do some giveaways and conjunctions with that. Real quick, while we have about a minute before we go live on Fox, good day, I want to mention the Take Steps Walk that I'm hosting yet again uh, it's for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. It is Sunday, June 25th, and we will be at the Link, Lincoln Financial Field. Yes, you actually get to go down on the field. It's really, really awesome. And uh, there's uh, tons of stuff, food trucks, inflatables, characters, live music. Uh, and my team, the Shark Breakers, will be walking. If you sign up and donate for my team, you will get a Shark Breakers T-shirt the only T-shirt in the world that features a heart made out of turds. <laughs> I think you love it. The poop is a theme at the Ten well, Steps Walk. Yeah, it makes it's sense, right? Um, and Crohn's and colitis, very, very painful conditions. We need to help out those people who have issues and have been suffering from this for a while. So anyhow, uh, you can go to PrestonandSteve.com and get the info and sign up, please. Let's go live on Fox Good Hey, Preston, uh, Preston. I just said Preston. <laughs> I like that, man. Brodian That's yeah. Well, we just did this segment about breast augmentation, so... Uh, oh, makes well, anyway, sense. Sure, and, sure, uh, sure, sure. Uh, uh-huh. We found this article... The segment was last week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to keep abreast of uh, all this information and stuff. Hey, uh, Washington Post had this article. Oh, well, there's the Miss Manners column. Um, should you feel obligated to hang out with your co-workers outside of work. Mm. Mm. Breston, what did it say you? I, I will say this. I, I will by say the way, this. Um, by the way, you tell um, your engineers there's an issue with the mix minus because we are getting a repeat back about every half what second that I say something. something and you guys know what that's like. You guys know what that's like. Your head will explode. Yes, I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Yes, see, our listeners can hear this. It's very confusing. I'm sure it sounds fine on yours. Well, there are two breasts. That's true. That's true. Short answer, no. Don't hang out with your co-workers. Don't hang out with your co-workers. Go. I'm going to have to cut this off. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. 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 We love you, but... Oh, man. my God. My nose is about terrible. to explode. Wow. So, it happens from time to time. That's the oh, first geez. time it's ever happened live on the air. Um, and we used to do this bit with this thing called the speech jammer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what it sounds like. When you're trying to speak and you're hearing what you say delayed, returning back to you after about a half second or so... 
it's really hard to keep talking without uh, it'll throw you off without stuttering and yeah. repeating yourself. I think I did a pretty good job. Oh my you god! Did. Years you ago, really I really couldn't hear it because it was just repeating double back. Years ago, in the early days of the campout, we had that issue constantly, mm-hmm. and so you, we just got good yeah. at talking without with ignoring that uh, that uh, replay. It's hard to ignore. Yeah, yeah. It's very hard to ignore. Yeah. Can we just relive when uh, intern Kill Bill tried to do a live read with I, the speech jammer? I would device? love to. I would love to. In case you pulled up the audio, All we right. gave him we gave him some Steven Singer jeweler copy to read. <laughs> And he's wearing headphones that would make it sound like that. And this is what he sounded like while he was trying to read it. Are you ready for love? <laughs> if you're ready f- for love. <laughs> if you're in love <laughs> and ready to get engaged, the first thing you need is to visit, visit Steven Singer either on his website or in his showroom. <laughs> <laughs> Online, he's got the beautiful full. <laughs> oh, I gotta hear that again. I do too. Full. Online, he's got the beautiful full, ready for love collection of engagement ring. They're better quality with better prices than in any store anywhere in New York. New Jersey, Delaware, (laughs) Philadelphia, on the main line, or even online. Nobody online or anywhere else, for that matter, does it better than Steven Singer. Oh my God! Uh, Kill Bill. I, I couldn't it. do it. I, you know, Press, you're a pro. I, I couldn't do it either. <clears throat> it's hard. Oh my it's God! It, but you have to have had done it several times <laughs> yes. before you figure out yeah. how to do it. It's hard to do. All right. Um, why don't we? Why don't we do the bizarre file? Yes. And then we'll do our little Rita singing. <laughs> yeah. All right, is that cool? Bizarre file. Uh, uh, that's a right. Here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. All right, brought to you by o- Omaha Steaks. In case he spit. He did. I swallow, bro. All right. Wait, what? Uh, uh, OmahaSteaks.com. You can type WMMR in the search bar to order the dad's favorite grill pack today. And it's just $99.99. Plus, you get eight free burgers with your order. All right, we're going to start with a horrific follow-up story. This is making big headlines. The death toll from a Kenyan starvation cult yes. crossed 300 on Tuesday after authorities exhumed more bodies in a forest in wow. one of the world's uh, one of the worst cult-related tragedies in recent history. Authorities say that the dead were members of the Good News International Church, led by Paul McKenzie, who is accused of ordering his followers to starve themselves and their children to death so that they could go to heaven before the end of the world. A total of 303 people have now died in, uh, after 19 bodies were exhumed from mass graves. And more than 600 people are still reported missing. It's not good. Investigators last week expanded their search to cover a wider area of the region to try and account for more victims. Around 65 rescued followers of the self-styled pastor were charged with attempted suicide on Monday after they refused to eat between June 6th and June 10th during their stay at a rescue center. Uh, McKenzie handed himself over to police in April and was denied bail last month. He has not yet been uh, required to enter a plea. It's just understanding he was eating just fine. I'm sure he was. All right. Last week, a Connecticut couple filed a lawsuit against State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, accusing the department of violating their Fourth Amendment rights by 
attaching a camera to a bear to spy on their property without a warrant. Bear cam. Yeah, the couple, Mark and Carol Brault, allege the department affixed a camera to the bear and released it near their land earlier this year, effectively turning the bear into an agent of the state No. to take pictures on their property without a warrant. <laughs> The lawsuit. Oh, no way! The, no way! The lawsuit seeks an, an injunction requiring the department to remove and disable cameras on any tagged bears within 10 miles of their home and to destroy all photos already obtained. The allegations come amid an ongoing lawsuit, and this is why they did this, Yeah, against the Brawls, accusing the couple of unlawfully feeding bears on their property. Could um, you say that again into my paw, please? <laughs> Following news of the lawsuit, Robert Frommer, a senior attorney at the Institute for Justice and director of its Fourth Amendment project, released the following statement said, Government agents equipping bears with cameras and releasing them to spy on citizens is an unbearably intrusive tactic that tramples on the Constitution. Is that a lens sticking out of that elk's ass? So they are actually... That's pretty wild, though. A woman fell to her death Thursday after attempting to keep a teenage girl who had slipped from going over a ledge at Three Sisters Falls in the Cleveland National Forest. Uh, Sarah Louise Crocker was hiking with four teenagers near one of the waterfalls at the San Diego Trail when the teen teen slipped. Attempted to keep the girl from going over the ledge. It's a tragic story. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Unfortunately, both the woman and girl fell and suffered severe injuries. Several Mm. several people who witnessed the accident tried to help Crocker and the teenager. Crocker was reported dead at the scene. Where where is this again? It's in it's in uh, San Diego County. And is it known for the for obviously the name implies it's. Sort of treacherous, right? The Three Sisters Fall. Yeah. Uh, falls. Um, they said that, yes, it is a challenging uh, hike. Okay. Uh, Crocker and the teenage girl were in the middle pool of the waterfalls when the teenager lost her footing. Both Crocker and the teen Ugh. went over the edge of the waterfall and, and landed in the bottommost pool of the water. Horrible. Uh, but they said, yes, it's described as a challenging hike. It takes hikers through several ecosystems, including three large waterfalls wedged between tall Rocky Mountain. They said they caught a lot of the footage. Uh, there was a camera mounted on a beaver, Preston. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, a woman was forced to flee her vehicle after an injured creature she rescued from the side of the road started wreaking havoc, according to Texas officials. Was, was it a deer? The woman was driving in San, Anto- in San Antonio in early June when she spotted a small, strange creature that she thought was a lemur. Oh. Lemur. Uh, the animal had a fox-like lemur. face and a body covered in soft fur ending in a fluffy black and white tail. Not a chupacabra. She wrapped the animal up in a towel and carried it back to her car. But there were two problems, according to officials. One, the animal was not a lemur. Two, it was not grateful for her help. While her intentions... Uh, it's like the Tasmanian yeah. devil <laughs> right. starts going... <laughs> While her intentions to help the animal were pure, the animal quickly became agitated. <laughs> She had to exit her vehicle and call a 911 for help to keep from getting injured. An officer arrived at the scene and then captured the animal, which wasn't a lemur, but it was what's called a ringtail. Okay. Uh, Thankfully, she managed to get safely away from the wild animal while the officer carefully removed the ringtail from her car and into its transport vehicle. Uh, ringtails aren't lemurs. They do share some physical characteristics, such as the distinctive alternating black and white rings on their tails, like lemurs. Isn't that what, in Madagascar, they're, is that a ringtail? Uh, they're also gifted climbers. Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, the nocturnal animals are part of the same family of raccoons. Uh, this is sad, and it involves uh, creatures uh, along these lines. 
Uh, Steve, you sent this over. All five meek rats at the Philadelphia Zoo died this month. Meer- oh. Meerkats. Oh, I'm sorry, meerkats, yeah. yeah. After a, uh, a parent's uh, accidental poisoning that's under investigation by zoo officials and animal welfare groups. This is so sad. I love the meerkats. Uh, Rachel Metz, the zoo's vice president of animal well-being, said necropsy results were pending, but zookeepers suspect the poisoning was linked to the dye that's used to differentiate the near-identical meerkats. Me- meerkats. Well, I don't want to say meerkats. Uh, zoo management has uh, launched a probe uh, and uh, they are gregarious and weasel-like and known for their playfulness and communal living style. They burrow for shelter in mobs of dozens, and they communicate with purring sounds. The five meerkats... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> can't say it. Named uh, Nkosi, Lula, Inya, uh, Kegala, and Ari had called the zoo home since February 2013. Oh. Uh, they show that they were... Uh, they were... They were uh, they had to give them this dye for identification. To differentiate and them? And the day after, yeah, one of them was found dead. Minutes oh. later, the other one started showing signs of acute illness. It's horrible. Uh, they ended up having to uh, intervene and anesthetize a couple of them and pump their stomachs and find out what was going on. But they think it. they don't know why this dye may have done it because it's regularly used. I watched a documentary on meerkats and cried my eyes out. It was, I mean, they are, they are beautiful. Uh, also, they're communal they you know they look out for each other when one dies they mourn it's, it's pretty amazing yeah so it's sad that they all of them died. yeah all right uh let's do one last story uh to kind of cleanse the palate of that one uh police say a woman in central nova scotia has been fined nearly twenty nine thousand dollars for having an unsupervised outdoor fire in the midst of the province-wide fire ban because there's a few <laughs> fires going on in canada yeah, I wanted to see the fire ban sign, so I started a small bonfire. Yeah, but they are finding her $29,000. Sure. Yeah. Uh, officers responded to the reports of an open fire on a private property on Friday afternoon north of Halifax. I thought this would be okay. They found an unsupervised fire burning in a fire pit and used a hose to douse the flames. They gave the woman uh, in the home on the property a ticket. We're having our annual tire burn. For igniting a blaze with uh, th- within 300 meters of the woods during a fire ban, which carries a fine of $29,000. They're not messing around, man. No. And they shouldn't. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Bring in the gelati. Yeah, So Rita's water ice, Rita's Italian ice to be more specific, they are celebrating their five-layer gelatis. Right. And they brought in all the ingredients for us to make a five-layer gelati. Now we're... What we've done is we've secretly written down ingredients. And we... Dave Brubeck seems appropriate. We had... Yeah, I don't know our plans, but we are... five. Ah, good sir. <laughs> Good sir. So uh, we each wrote down some of our favorite flavors, and then Marissa made these five layer gelatis, and we're supposed to guess what they are. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, well, you have, I would say probably, Preston, you have the most cultivated palate of everyone here. Mm. <laughs> so whatever you say, I'm just going to say ditto. Remember to dig down to the bottom there, guys. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> in theory, I'm trying Casey's? No, these, this is a culmination of all of your favorites. Oh. So this is the ultimate Preston and Steve mm. five layer gelati. So we didn't we didn't know what each other were picking. So no. the flavors don't necessarily have to mesh. Nope. Is, there, is there okay? Is there soda? In Pretty this? good. Oh, is know. there soda? Like um, no Coke, Co- cocaine. Root beer is a flavor. I'm tasting uh, root beer and cherry and vanilla. Um, uh, vanilla. I taste, I taste cherry, vanilla, custard, mm. chocolate. There's chocolate. One uh, more. Yeah, maybe the chocolate and is, lemon. 
Lemon? Wait, no. There's only two flavors, right? Is there, is there... three water ices and oh. one custard. I, All right. I taste it... tilapia. <laughs> All right. so the custard's got... definitely vanilla. Vanilla custard, chocolate custard. This actually works. Um, it's not bad, right, Steve? Chocolate no, water ice, cherry water ice, grape water ice. Not chocolate custard, vanilla custard, right? I think no, I think there's chocolate custard in it, too. Mm. Oh, no. I don't no, no, no. There's not. No, there's not. <laughs> there's one custard, and it's vanilla. Let me know when you guys are ready for the big reveal. Mm. I think there's chocolate custard. She said there's one custard. <laughs> no, no, I think she's lying. Did she say there's one custard? Yes. I, I did reveal there's only one custard. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm going to go. Vanilla custard's chocolate. I'm going to go root beer, <laughs> root beer, cherry, chocolate, and vanilla custard. Anyone else? That's All what right. I'm saying. Um, there is, hang on, root beer, cherry, chocolate custard. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to say uh, root beer, chocolate, cherry, and vanilla custard. Yes, that's what I said. Okay. Same thing. Absolutely. I'm down with that. Wait, what'd you say? Root beer, cherry, chocolate, and vanilla custard. Okay. Okay. And vanilla custard, uh, chocolate, cherry, uh, grape. Grape, okay. I taste grape as well. That's it. All right, I'm going with mine. Okay. One flavor. <laughs> chocolate custard. <laughs> Nick? Uh, vanilla custard, root beer, uh, water ice, um, <clears throat> chocolate water ice, and... Cherry water ice. By the way, for those of you who are listening to this, we'll, we'll have something to give away. Mm, so stay, promise. Stay yeah. with us, please. All right. <laughs> here is the ultimate precedent, Steve. Five-layer gelati. Yes. It's vanilla custard for yes. Preston, Kathy, and Nick. I didn't see that coming. Got it's that right. It's chocolate for Steve and Kathy. It's cherry for Preston and Nick. And it's grape for oh, Casey and wow. Steve. Casey got it. Vanilla, chocolate, wow. cherry, grape. Wow. Yeah. No root beer at all. Here's no the deal. No root beer at all. I... Kind of cheated because I heard all of your answers and none of you guys said grape, and but I grape. chose grape. So <laughs> I had to eliminate and then put grape in there. So I think I selected grape. Yeah. I, you did, Steve. Yeah. You and mm-hmm. Casey both. So I just took all of your favorites and put them together and it kind of works, right? Well, you get to mix up your own, right? That's why this is happening at uh, at Rita's. And we have a $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card right now. Woo! I thought this would work and the, the taste does work. Mm-hmm. To callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR and you can get a lot with 50 bucks at Rita's. Have you ever had a gelati? Love it. Yeah. I love them. Love them. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I'm like, that sounds weird. Yeah. That sounds weird. Uh, you know, water ice and custard. And then I had it. And my favorite is cherry and vanilla together. You don't need any other flavors, but if you want to mix it up, rock on. But oh, I Rita love says, it. Superior gelati. Agreed. Mm. Especially <laughs> cherry because it's got little chunks in it. It do. It do. I like right. the orange. Callers 1011-215-263-WMMR. Casey likes orange. Thank you. Make sure that's noted. Uh, we'll come back in a moment, and Casey takes on an Olympic event in our parking lot. I think this might have helped. July. I think it may have it's helped. It's a performance-enhancing drug. Most definitely. We'll come back in a moment with that. Stay with us. WMMR presents the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a window nation tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required, so secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly 
first. So uh, we recounted the story just a little while ago that uh, Casey was at a track and field event. And he saw a sixth grader um, performing the shot put competition. And he threw the uh, the shot uh, 38 feet. 38 feet was the amount. Yeah. And uh, Casey had said, he had wondered out loud or kind of stated out loud, I could throw it that far. Right. And uh, that opened the floodgates. The, the son's father had uh, said, I don't think you could do that. And it uh, kind of intrigued Casey. And he really wanted to go over and try it. But his wife wouldn't let him. No. So. Told you not to talk to those boys. Yep. So. I, I would say this. Uh, <laughs> he could have ended it all right there, but uh, it kind of it kind of festered with him. Yeah. Uh, so. And he did admit that the sixth grader was abnormally large. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure that that's a hell of a throw for yeah. a kid that age. But uh, Casey wants to see if he can actually match that just to, to prove uh, to himself and this father uh, that, that he could indeed do it. Now, when Casey was in the studio just a little while ago... He stretched out the tape measure. Yeah. And uh, the room, I think, in here is about 25 feet, something like that. I think that's about right, yeah. And uh, he seemed a little concerned about that (laughs) after holding the weight of the shot put and seeing how far it actually is from end to end. And uh, now we're just going to put the money where his mouth is. Well, there are two. He's going to throw the the sixth grader through an eight-pound shot put. Um, I, I believe so. Yeah, not the yeah. 16, there's a 16 pound as well, yes? Or is it 12? I don't know. Uh, you know what? Let's find out. But this, uh, this is a historic moment here on the Preston and Steve show as Casey shows his, uh, athletic prowess here in Bala Kenwood. Uh, let me pull him up. It comes up. Where is that? Right here. Uh, first of all, let's make sure that we do have the audio. We should have checked on that ahead of time. Uh, hi, Case. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you loud and clear. Excellent. We can hear you just fine. And, uh, Nick, you're there as well, correct? Yeah, can you hear me, Press? Yeah. All right, this we is got surprisingly it. Right. good. Yeah. For um, us. I don't, I don't know if you guys can I don't know if you guys can see from the studio, but there are, I don't know, two or three dozen people here, Casey, just that came out to watch this. I mean, yeah. it's a really impressive crowd. It is astonishing that uh, apparently word got out in the uh, surrounding uh, townships and people are flocking yeah, to say yeah. it actually reminds you at the beginning when Richie Havens took the stage at Woodstock. Yeah, it's kind of that vibe. You knew something special yeah, yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. Steve, no. on the you know on the other side of the parking lot, just to make sure that everything is going okay, two Lower Marion police officers have showed up. Yes. Uh, in their cop cars, just to make sure that every, you know security is is tight. We don't want too many people assaulting Casey after he breaks the record. No, Certainly. that's it because they're going to go. Listen, I firmly and I've said this from the get go. I believe Casey can do this, and I think he, this will be his moment of victory. But you're right. We saw what happened at that golf outing where the player tried to uh, congratulate mm-hmm. uh, someone who made a, a very a, a good putt, mm-hmm. and he was tackled by security. We don't want that. No, no. We mm-hmm. want to make sure everybody no, we knows. Don't. Casey. Hey, and you were asking questions earlier. Uh, the, the shot putt that I have in my hand right now is eight pounds. Okay. Uh, that's what they use at the grade school level. Um, and I have also, I want to thank our friends at um, Marple Newtown High School. They also uh, definitely contributed to Camp Out for Hunger as well. But my friend uh, Chris Kicking is the... Athletic director there, and uh, so they let us uh, borrow their eight-pound shot put as well as a twelve-pound shot put. That's what they use at the high school level. Uh, okay. You're talking sixteen pounds is like Olympic level. Wow! Uh, I was not able to acquire a sixteen-pound shot put, but uh, once I shatter the world record with this eight-pound shot put, yeah. I can grab that twelve-pound. Yeah. Okay. One. All right. Fair enough. Case, I see you have the tape yeah. measure uh, lined out, so <laughs> I'm guessing you uh, you have to stay in that mulched area when you throw. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so I use the the edge of the uh, of the bed here as my 
as my footfall line. Right. Uh, and and uh, and I, and so I wanted to ask you guys because right now I have the tape measure out. It's set to about thirty feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what my buddy Kevin Weldy said I couldn't hit. Right. Uh, do you guys want me to have that out as it is, or do you want me to measure after? 30 I, I feet thought. was the standing well, challenge. Here, here's the deal, though. Yes. You need to measure it to the point. Uh, it's yeah. like a, a long jump. You know, you need yeah. to measure it to the, to the point closest to the footfall line. Uh, so yeah. somebody's going to have to move that tape measure at some point to, to go right to where that, that, uh, uh, that kind of divot is made by the, uh, by the shot put. Correct, correct. And we actually, we have an official um, measurer here as well. And okay. spotter, uh, Chuck D'Amico, uh, is here, and he's going to measure. And, uh, and They so usually run out and I, stick like a little flag or something Yes, like, like a little, the kind of a little uh, a beauty flag you'd put in a sandwich, like a, a club sandwich. <laughs> right, right. One of those? We don't yeah. have one of those. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Nick found something. Nick found a weed that can go there. <laughs> Steve, these are black oak leaves. Black oak. Uh, I believe. All right. Yes, as far as Pennsylvania goes, this is the official marker. Give that that is the sh- official shot put marking. Give that to Chuck. Yes. And, and he can right, use Chuck. that. And uh, but before we do this, uh, does anybody want to take any bets on the following? Uh, Casey injures himself. Oh, no. Uh, Casey hits a parked car in the parking lot. We're talking prop bets. Or, yeah, these are prop bets. Or Casey hits a moving vehicle on uh, Belmont. No, that's not Belmont. That's uh, St. I'm going to say that the injury, uh, though he's been exercising routinely, Mm -hmm. I think that is a possibility. I would say um, too far to hit a car. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You don't think so? All right. Well, he's. I will will guffaw if he manages to hit a car, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to guess that it's not. I don't think he's going to hit a car either. I don't think it's going to go on to St. Asif's, but I don't think it's going straight. When you look at this now, Preston, laid out 30 feet, and we're, we're kind of the, the camera angle is right um, behind Casey. Mm-hmm. Still look doable to you? Uh, it might be a little further out than I than I had thought. So 30 feet, it's about 10 paces. Yeah. yeah. Um, can, can I be honest with you guys? Sure. Um, when I when I did the tape measure and uh, and I and I lined it out and I looked at it linearly, I was like, oh, it's a little bit further than I. Was All right, so quick question: That's thirty feet, not thirty yards, obviously, right? Right. So, right. Feet, yes. yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, it does look a little bit more formidable than I'd originally thought. Yeah. Are you now? Are you going to attempt proper form, or are you just going to kind of? Improvise. No, no. I'm going to try to do what I've uh, witnessed at these these track and field events. I'm going to try and do it as uh, close to uh, you know proper form as possible. Mm-hmm. I've never practiced this before, so uh, I don't want anybody nitpicking. So if I fault just ever so slightly, don't nitpick about it. That's uh, all good, especially if I shatter the record. Now, uh, you were talking about taking bets, and you know I, I meant to say this uh, before to you guys off air, but. I want to send a challenge out there to anybody listening right now, and I want them to pledge right now via text message. If you, if I get this over 30 feet, I want you listening right now to pledge at least $5 to Team WMMR Rock and Rollers in the Bent to the Short Bike Tour. Now, if I don't make it at least 30 feet, I will personally donate $500 to Team WMMR. Wow. wow. So if you don't make it, so it's actually all right. So if you do make it, you want people to donate. What's the original, the first side of that bet case? At least five dollars. At least five dollars. Now it's just just five dollars alone. You don't want to do something yeah. like a thousand dollars a foot. No, 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 no. I think that might be a little excessive. <laughs> okay. But, uh, text the word pledge to three nine three 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 just to make yourself accountable. I'm not going to follow up on this, you know. Yeah. But 
you know, just so you have personal accountability, uh, that you'll pledge five dollars to Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for the Bend to the Shore Bike Tour. All right, um, and also, it's beautiful, man. Uh, how many chances do I get? Like, so, so I, I think you impose uh, that on yourself here because you're the one who has to make the restriction. Well, this was all. Right, Preston? Well, I, I think I think that they get two chances each. Two chances? Casey, if I remember from the, when my kids were doing track and field, I thought it was you get two each, but I may be okay. off. Now, now, you said Preston Carter was about four years old when he threw it 60 feet, yes, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So. <laughs> uh, we'll see how well he does. So let's give you two tries, Case. Okay. That's no, he's he's uh, so, kind of working yeah. the mulch, which is, I think, the... Okay. All right, he's doing the movement. Yep. And he's clearing the area, Steve. He's, yeah. I believe he's going to do just fine. I okay. Mean, my personal take on well, the lighter of the two. I'm, I've been holding the heavier of the two this whole time. It's it's pretty damn heavy. But this first one is the lighter one, and we'll see how he does. Okay. He did a little walkthrough. Yeah. And uh, that looks yeah. like you've got about enough room because there is a circle that you have to stand in. You can't go right. too far back. And I think he's Correct. well within that, I think that circle would that. be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick, oh, it's quite an I honor. I forgot to mention. Uh, you know, it was uh, Marple Newtown High School who who let us uh, use these shot puts. Congratulations to the Marple Newtown uh, boys lacrosse team. They beat Ruston yesterday in the semifinals. They're playing in the state championship on Saturday afternoon, 2.30 at Penn State against Mars, not the planet. State. Right, because but, they, they're, uh, super, they're 14 feet tall. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. and how can you compete against those guys? But uh, congratulations to the boys lacrosse team. All right. All right. Are you ready for this, Case? I think I'm ready. I All right, think so, I'm ready. Uh, Nick, you going to do the play-by-play? All right, so Casey is prepped. He is ready to go. He is in proper form, as a Greek Olympian might look. And Casey is counting down. I'm ready for him to do the spin and then do the launch in okay. five Oh, we're counting. I don't know. Are we? Doing- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 Nick, it's handled much like like a rocket launch. <laughs> Ten. Let him go at his pace. Uh, okay. All right. In five, four, three, two, and one, and he launches it, and it goes. Oh my God! Further than thirty feet. Every- yeah! a state record. Let's get the official distance because what? Chuck has. Has placed it in the branch. Bring it over there. The branch. Bring it. Uh, take that up and over. Keep the branch. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep the marking bench. Yep. And move the. Nice the... and tight. Tight, oh, tight. God. All right. What is the official distance? Wow. A new world record 31 feet 7 inches. Hey. He did it. He did it. 31 feet. Th- now. Okay. I There's hate- a sixth grader you need to bitch slap. I hate to be a nitpicker, but Casey said no, he could throw it more than bro. 35. Well, this was his first throw. Yeah. Yes, you you right. you surpassed 30 feet on yep. your first. Now that you have a feeling for it, Case, do you believe yeah. you can hit 35 to 38 feet and match that sixth grader? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um... Do you think that sixth grader was on some sort of performance-enhancing drug? He probably was on some sort of anabolic steroid. (laughs) It would have to be, Um, right? Yeah, it would have to be. Honestly, Um, for a sixth grader to throw that far, that's pretty damn good. This just in. People are texting in saying you get three tries in shot put. Hey, three tries. Multiple texts are saying three tries in shot put. So let's do... Well, my buddy, the troublemaker, Kevin Weldy, said that it... uh, they tend to get shorter each try. So sure. you're going to wear yourself out a little bit physically. No, you actually get stronger yeah. and your endurance increases the longer you go. 
But what might increase is his technique. He's never done it before. He may see that he needs to do a little bit more forward instead of uh, instead of an arc. I don't know, yeah. Case. Now, Kevin is also texting me right now. He's like, you know, John threw it 38 feet. Yeah, that's fine. You said, Kevin, that I couldn't even throw it 30 feet, and yep. I shattered the record yep. at 31 feet in some odd inches. Casey, right. before right. you have your second throw, everyone wants to know, do you need to make? <laughs> Dude, I did earlier. I literally was holding one in as soon as I got out here, but I'm good that's, to go now. That shot put fuel in the, in the parlance, so that's you go right. ahead. That's right. All right, so here we go. Second I'm going to go throw. for attempt number two. All right, second throw. Yeah. Oh, I'll oh, bet he does better. Four, <laughs> I'll bet he does better. Three. Two and one. Here comes the launch. <clears throat> okay. All right, guys. Yeah. Yeah, he went way yeah. past it this time. No. 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 It no, came no, up no. short. I believe that this one will actually end up being shorter than the first toss. It is. Felt longer. Wow. All right. Yeah, we are now up to a new world record of 34 feet, 8 inches. Hey, Bobby! 34. Wow. So you're increasing in, you increased by three feet. It was 31 wow. feet before. Yep. You know, guys, I, I, I need to thank so, your Lord and, my Savior. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I Oh, my gosh. Who else am I forgetting? I got to thank my wife for her well, unconditional guy over there. support. Your I'm wife, you remember, Case? She was the yeah. one that stopped you from talking to those, to those rough boys. Wait, who's that guy over there? Uh, well, know. Preston, earlier <laughs> we had um, two people watching, and unfortunately, those guys had to leave. So now we got one guy watching. Oh, uh, but, but he's been—he's he, yeah, been with us since the beginning. <laughs> Nick, there is a guy who lives in those bushes out there. See if he's home. All right, no, he's over at Tumala. Okay, all right. And Casey's actually throwing it pretty straight. So if he increases, if you increase by three feet, Casey, uh, off your yeah. thirty-four feet, yeah, you can do a little bit better. You'll match that sixth grader's thirty-eight feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty-eight feet and three inches. I was told. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's so the I know what three inches, guys. Is. So give yourself a three-inch so, footfall. Yeah. All right. Do you feel in five? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Four, three. Two, one, and the third launch. No way this didn't look good. Didn't look good. Nah, that one felt horrible. Yeah, okay. it was disgusting and uh, an embarrassment. Uh, yeah, that came okay. up well short. Uh, it just totally Ladies high. and gentlemen, we have not broken a record 34 feet for toss number three. So that was 34 feet toss number three? Oh, yes, I did break a record. No, no, you matched your last. 30, 34 eight was last one. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to do one attempt here with the 12 pounder guys. Okay. Yeah, I want to see we'll that. It, then we're going to call it a day. But uh, I want to thank anybody and everybody who pledged five dollars to Team WMMR. There were a number of texts that came in, Case. A whole lot of them. Okay. All right, so they were asking for Hershey Park pledge? tickets. This is 12 pounds. This is eight, four more pounds than the last one. Do we have any sort of uh, um, predictions on how far this one will go? 28 feet. Hmm. I'm gonna. I was thinking twenty. Yeah, I was saying twenty-two is kind of what popped in my head. Well, you're you're godlike. I'm gonna say twenty-eight exactly. feet. All right. Anybody, if I go any over the and anything over twenty feet, anybody wants to pledge ten dollars to about, Team WMMR Rock and Rollers? How, how about this? A um a an infinite swim pool. Somebody buys that for your house. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like an endless pool. An endless pool. If an I endless pool. To... Uh-huh. If you manage to. Oh, uh, my guys, guys, for the first time, we have two dogs watching. And uh, I don't know if this is going to interrupt the proceedings or not, but one, I believe, is a golden doodle. 
Oh my gosh. The other That's one a I good think sign. It might be a Bernadoodle. I'm not sure. That's going to distract uh, them. Like you know the saying, Casey? I'm... Golden Doodle that day, shot put record not far away. That's right. They do say that. <laughs> yeah. They do say that. Um, but I will say, uh, Steve, what you were saying, if I am able to throw this over five feet, endless pool for me. Yeah. <laughs> over five feet. I think so. If okay. one very generous texter would offer that. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. Five, here we go. Four, 12-pound ball. Three, two, one, and the launch. Oh, my goodness. Not oh bad. Goodness, wow. 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 Oh, no. Okay. I love Where's you the thought, branch? thought it went past it, didn't you? This is pretty yeah, good. It looked like it. All right. Oh, my goodness. Guys. Wow. Casey. Casey, this is impressive. Uh, and even 29 feet. 29 wow. feet. Wow. Who believed in you, buddy? I said 28 feet. Yeah, Steve, you know what it was? It was the Golden Doodle. Absolutely. Golden Doodle a day. Shot put record not far away. Well, he did it. I think we've all won here today. I think we all have, except for that sixth grader. No, Casey couldn't get it past the sixth grader. Actually. No, no. But in a, in a way, his victory was just simply clearing thirty feet. What are you looking for, Case? His ear his ear oh no! What if his earbuds? What if his earbuds fell out? He's looking on the ground. Oh man! Do you think one of the dogs got it? Uh, no, no, I think they were a little far away. So, uh, Nick, do you have any any sight of the of the errant earbud? Uh, no. Oh, no. No. You know, I, I was going to suggest you take your glasses off for fear that they might come flying off. I didn't even think about the earbuds. Yeah. Casey, did the yeah, anal beads stay in? <laughs> uh, they're all staring at the ground right now looking oh, no, for an no earbud. Is that uh, good radio? Retrace your steps, yeah. uh, Casey. Uh, but do do the throw again. Pretend, pretend like you're doing the throw and see where your ear would end up. May, may I suggest something, Preston? Mm. I would line up the way they do when they're looking for a body in a field like the FBI does. All and, and walk straight across. Guys, That's line up. That's actually a really good idea. Line up side by side. All right? They're not listening. They're not you. listening. They're using no, this. I can uh, but, hear you. I can hear you. But, this is what I was thinking, Steve. No. We should all get down on our hands and knees and put our ears to the ground. And listen for earthworms. And see if we can hear that. And, and we can. By the way, hey, Kyle just found a piece of crap. Oh, he found some poop. <laughs> he was all right. Would that substitute for your second earbud? Look at them. Preston, if they use the FBI method of body recovery, they would have their earbud right now. Possibly. Uh, but they're not doing that. They're just kind of walking around. It uh, looks like the worst square dance ever. Randomly uh, in, in a squat position. Yeah. As they're looking <laughs> looks for like it. Guys with bowel issues who've met in a field. <laughs> That's a good band name. <laughs> guys with bowel issues who've met in a field. <laughs> I can't believe you can't find it. It can't be that far away. These Casey. men have scoliosis. Did you did you run forward before you uh, realized it was missing? Connor, find it. Yes, Connor. 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 Connor found an earbud in record time. Thank you, Connor. All right, broke another world record. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, Casey, so. why don't you gather the stuff and uh, come back up here? Get your trophy. Uh, one more go here. You're going to give it one more go? All right. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, but the branch is gone. If I, if I threw that 
twelve pounder, twenty nine feet. Yeah, I should be able to throw this eight pounder like eighty feet. Yeah, something like that. That's the way the math yeah. works. Yeah. So all right, that's how that works. Just like Connor move before you kill him with the shot. They are straightening out the tape measure, and Casey's going to yeah. give it another run here. And this is not official, by the way. This is an exhibition. We already know the official no. scores is already in the books. So right. here we go. All right, really give it your all. Here we go. That one sucked ass. Okay. That's a, that's a okay. shot put term. Yeah, sucked ass. Well, He's going know, for the suck ass. Well, Casey, you uh, you actually you achieved your goal. You made it over 30 feet, and you did that more than once, by the way. Yeah, I did. I did. That one was under 34 feet, but good thing that was only an exhibition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Whew. All right, nice job, like, fellas. Bring yeah. it back up into the studio. Pick up your stuff and come back up here. Casey donked it. And, uh, Do you think we should have beat the 30 feet? Sea biscuited that a little bit and had him train with blindfold on in the dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, he but he didn't want to train. Yeah, I it's guarantee true. you, if he did, if he did practice this a few times, he would have done better than that. You think so, or would have would have gotten in his head? Maybe, maybe. Know. All right, maybe he operates off fear. Maybe he is like Seabiscuit. He has to have a shot putter in yeah. front of him a little bit. Yeah, and, and you let them get, yeah. take the lead for a moment right. or two, and then yeah, then you end up uh, being motivated to come from behind and win it all. Staggering, but he did it. Just like we were uh, the ancient ancient Greece, yeah. and the the Olympians were performing for us, or uh, you know, competing. It's astonishing. When I was a kid, we did. I, I was in. I never took uh, track and field, but I did in gym class. We did some of those events. Oh, we used to love them. Uh, they actually they let us throw a javelin. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't get to do that. Yeah. I would love to have done the that. The hammer throw was one I always wanted to try. That looks pretty cool. That's like a, you know, that's, you got to have some some upper body. Yep. I did do track and I was pretty fast, um, but at one point I had to fill in for somebody in the high jump. And really? Wait, I won. Wow. Really? You're very one, athletic. It was only one time, but. How uh, old were you? What grade was that in? Uh, I think this was probably, I want to say ninth grade. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what were your What were your events that you were good at, though? Uh, I did all the sprints. I okay. was good at, at sprints. I all didn't right. do so much the long distance sprints and relays. Okay, good for you. So in grade school here in Lower Marion, we do uh, or they did do the Junior Olympics, which was similar. It was high jump, it was long jump, all those things. But uh, you could only do two categories, so that they didn't have the same students competing in all of them. Um, I became a high jumper. Wow! You became a high jumper. Exactly. I was. Do you remember any of your your heights, Steve? I remember I made it like one or two rounds, and I was doing pretty well until they started moving it higher, and then I just got eliminated immediately. But in fifth grade, I was a high jumper. Wow! So I can hold on to that forever. Do you know the high? There was a Jeopardy question last week about the 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 methodology of the high jump and the the, the flop back onto your back. Yeah, we just oh. we talked about it on the air. Oh, did we? Okay, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we had the guy's name, and we talked right, about yeah, his, yeah. his uh, technique that he had developed. But I don't remember his name. No. Uh, do you remember Probably an event? Flop. And I don't think they do them anymore. But uh, the broad jump. Yes. Yeah. Remember that? They that don't was. Do that? I don't think so. Where you just uh, you just stand in place essentially and jump one hop, yeah, as far as you can go, uh, and the triple jump. I always thought the triple jump was kind of cool. There's a whole bunch of no. There's some things they've like for, in gymnastics they've they've done away with the uneven parallel bars, correct? Uh, no, they still do that, so. but they do they have regulated it. Oh no, a the, lot the, of there is a dismount you can't do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about the um, flaming dismount. <laughs> no, it was Olga Corbett. Remember, yeah, I said yeah. they, they disqualified one that she was uh, amazing at. But, but no, I always thought the triple jump was a, was a pretty cool 
uh, thing. It doesn't look as exciting as the long jump does, but uh, I thought it was kind of interesting because you do this hop, skip, and jump thing. That's fun. Do you ever do the high-rise jump? No. Yeah. It's What's dangerous. That? What do you do? Go up to the roof and jump off. Oh, God. <laughs> but I mean, you, you, but No, but you have to be, you have to work up to it. Okay. Yeah. It can be dangerous. Uh, I am actually surprised Casey didn't pull something. Uh, no. I, I thought for sure he you would. Were he didn't warm up for it. You were talking about potentially giving a shot, and then you thought if, in a nanosecond, no, because you oh, your no shoulder, way. yeah, my shoulder. No. Forget it. Yeah. Well, okay, when, originally when I told Casey I didn't think he could do it, he was like, "Why don't you get out there?" I'm like, "My shoulder would explode <laughs> if totally. I tried." <laughs> Guys, I thought he was going to throw one in the dirt. Oh, really? Well, like, how many athletes have we seen throw out a pitch? Yeah. yeah. And they it just goes right in the dirt, right into right. the grass. It'd be so tough, though. It's a different one. move, though. It's yeah. more yeah. of a push there was right, no way than an land. overhand throw. Yeah. So. Nick's still surprised. crying from yeah. what he just saw. You should have seen it from out there, Steve. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, you, and you had you were, you were had a different angle than did we. We were behind Casey. You were seeing it. You were seeing that distance, that huge expanse in front of you. I was a witness to history is what I was. It was happy, and then, I was happy to be out there. And then to wrap it all up with finding the earbud. Yeah, I mean, you know, huge success all around. Uh, take it one day at a time. And the golden doodle? Yeah. I mean, you could write dog. a better script. Right. Yeah, and then uh, the guy uh, in the Montgomery County Sheriff's uh, uh, Explorer that was driving by, he said, uh, good morning to see you. So that was cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Overall, big success. So is, is Casey still out there? Is he still signing autographs? Yeah. Yeah, there's a pretty big crowd. Oh, there he's back. He's bunch, back. bunch of sixth yeah, graders. No Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the drama of human achievement. Casey Boy Foster is here. Hercules has returned to Mount Olympus. Yeah. How do you feel after all of that? I mean, like, What's going through your mind? Uh, I can't believe I'm sweating like this from just throwing the ball four times. It was the elevator ride that did <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> um, well, listen. I you probably the... want to go home and make love to your wife. I do. I yeah. do. Uh, I met the challenge, but I am disappointed in uh, not beating the sixth grader. John Weldy still out shot putting me by uh, four feet. Well, by How the big... way... How big is this kid, the sixth Oh, my grader? God. He is, I would say he's at least six foot. Wow. And, and, his, and his dad's not like. You're not six foot. I'm not six yeah. foot. No. And his dad is uh, impressed. We played uh, golf with him last year. How tall is his dad? Cricket club. Probably 5'9". He's five, probably not his father. 5'10". Oh. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Real nice guy. Yeah. Real nice guy. Why was he saying such horrible things about you? <laughs> kind of a piece of work, you know, throwing that challenge at me. But, you know. But I, 30, I shut him right 30 feet was the challenge. That was. And you did it. Thank God that was the challenge. <laughs> and 38 feet was the challenge. <laughs> right. You know. You uh, are sweating a bit. I, like, I'm looking at come your on. Like, yeah. why am I sweating? Yeah, you work out. I do. Yeah, you but were I working also, out yesterday. I also sweat. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I am a sweater. But uh, it, it, it's cool. It's cool out there. Like, Somebody call me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of sweater. Oh, no. Sorry. Now. Back to jail. Oh, no. Next thing, I, I, need, to, I need to show uh, throw a, a javelin. Okay. I want to do that. All right. I want to do These that. Olympic sports are fun. Oh, I remember yeah. when, when, they, when we... Got to hold. You'd seen this equipment used for a long time, and uh, when you actually got to see it in person and hold one and throw one, it's yeah. very cool. I have an idea. All okay. right, let's do javelin bingo. You go out here, throw it into the parking lot, and whoever's car it hits will oh. give a fifty dollars Rita's Italian ice cream. Love it. That's amazing. Isn't that That's a good a great, idea. I think people will love that. Not yes. people who work in this building, but right. Yes. Because you need a lot more distance for a javelin than you do a, uh, a shot put. So you could just throw it into the parking lot. What's considered a good distance oh for God. a javelin throw? A, 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 not the slightest a, a idea. competitive distance. Right, I, I, I got to say the, that you could throw that thing probably 60 yards or something like that. That's just a guess, a wild guess. I mean, I can throw a 
Maybe fun. more. I mean, football's like when they when they really really chuck it. Do you think you can throw it over those mountains? Casey's taking his shirt off. I, I have to, guys. I'm sweating, and I have to go to my daughter's graduation. Oh, I can't sweat all over this stupid. Casey has just taken his shirt off <laughs> in the studio. Here. Not like we haven't seen him before. Here, here's the president's t-shirt. You don't want a t-shirt? She's going to give you a president's t-shirt. Put a t-shirt, t-shirt on, please. Steve, <laughs> no. you want to know what the world record for the javelin yes, please. is? Uh, for men, it is 98.48 meters, which is over 320 wow. feet. Yeah, wow. the length of a football field. Yeah, more than that. And then uh, for women, it's 72.28 meters, 237 feet. So on both of them, um, Czech athletes. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. As you would imagine, good Czechs are great at javelins. Okay, I guess so. Checklins. For a simple throw without any assisting device, the distance would be, it says here, about 50 meters or so. 150 feet? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yowza. That's pretty good distance. Can you wow. do a shot put 150 feet, Kate? <laughs> no. Okay. But a javelin? Maybe. All right. All right. Well, maybe we'll do track and field day with the president one morning. Okay. Wouldn't that be nice? All right, uh, I want us to take a break, and okay. I'd like to give away our uh, final gift cards we have for Rita's Italian Ice. They're five-layer gelati. You can enjoy your favorite ice flavors with an extra layer of creamy custard to build your own masterpiece. So we'll take callers 15 and 16. Uh, this is back for a limited time only, by the way, at Rita's. Yes. So 215-263-WMMR, callers 15 and 16. We'll set you up. We're going to take a break, come back in just a moment, so stay with us. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive is Friday and your last day to sign up is today. So if you have not done that yet, we encourage you to do so and you to uh, WMMR.com for all the details. Uh, we have a new really cool t-shirt. We try to find something unique and interesting each year. This year, it's a Ted Lasso theme. It's the Believe sign, but instead of Believe, it says Bleed. And uh, you also get a, uh, a tote bag, which has that on there. That's courtesy Totes my goats. of Window Nation. And uh, you need to sign up now. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. is when the event's taking place. Walk-ups are not permitted, and we have two locations. We are going to be at Live Casino Hotel in Philadelphia and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. We, the President's Seat Show, are broadcasting in Oaks 
tomorrow morning, and we'll check in with Jackie at Live Casino, and then Pierre's going to be at Live, and then after that, Brent Porsche is going to be at the Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, so sign up today, please. This is it. This is our, our last call on this. And we Keeping want the fingers to, crossed. Yep, want yeah. You to be a part of the whole it's going to be fun, though. It'll be a good time. Yep. All right. I want to talk about boners for a minute. Yay. We need to. Yeah. They're in the news. Boners, boners in the news. Woodies, chubbies, fatties. What are other, other names? I've never heard fatty. Got a fatty? I heard that applied to marijuana. That's a, yeah, marijuana. That's a joint. Maybe I just heard chubby. But you've exactly. heard chubby, right? Chubby, sure. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. A chubby goes to the penis, but fatty, for me, does not. Okay. But semi. <laughs> semi, sure. Yeah. yeah, semi as well. Chubby's makes me think of my favorite chicken cheese. Your, cheese your chicken cheese Those are very good. Chubby. It's different for Steve. Right. So there is a gel uh, that can get you excited with it. Why can we not say erection? This is stupid. Yeah, we can, uh, we can it's, because it's there, context, there, right? there are erectile yes, drugs. Yeah. Right. And and in fact, uh, they they but say they chemically don't... induced erection. They say this. Oh, in... They do. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what this is. This is so. This is this is actually. Obviously, we've had the little blue pill and Cialis and all that stuff yeah. for a while. A long That's time. It, it, it revolutionized. What a groundbreaker that was. Absolutely. Yeah. This is actually much, much more potentially plentiful, usable, purchasable. This is wild. It is. It's over the counter. Yeah. What? Right. So, and apparently, it can. It says it can trigger an erection within ten minutes. And will be brought to the United States, and you don't need a prescription to get it. The FDA signed off on the treatment, which is dubbed Eroxon, E-R-O-X-O-N, this week, clearing the way for it to be stocked in pharmacies. It's also known as Sky Jizzy. (laughs) My man, I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So is this an erectile dysfunction Alternative? It to... seems to be. Well, yeah. it, it seems to be, or yeah. at least you know that, that is a that is actually a prominent issue. It, it used to be the dark secret is that a, a substantial amount of men at some point will experience sure. this, this issue. Yeah. So to make something that you, even with all the accessibility to it, to have something that you could purchase basically the same way you would purchase, you know, a gingivitis uh, fighting toothpaste. Um, is pretty wild. Well, but that that's my question because now anybody can get it. Yeah. Um, I know it's like if you don't have an issue and you take Viagra or something like that. like That, that can be a problem. It can be a problem. So this is going to be out there for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'll bet you Al Pacino got his hands on some of this stuff <laughs> yeah. ahead of time because he's a celebrity. He's hot as a rock. And that's, his, <laughs> and that's, how, that's how I got my, take my kids. Yeah, he's got a, a baby. I and the truth is, I, I could have used Crisco. It would have worked. On the way, but uh, maybe uh-huh. he got his hands on this stuff ahead of time. I will I... not go down <laughs> that way. So <laughs> I will rise to the challenge. <laughs> when my children play with their toys. Excuse me? No, I didn't no, say that. No, that's not, no. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, to uh, have so... something this this uh, readily accessible, I think, is a game changer. That's I, so, why by the way, this, the is, attention. this is uh, this is not brand new. So it's it becomes the first gel for treating erectile dysfunction to be approved or for sale over the counter in the United States. Right. Stocks are set to be available by 2025. The gel is already for sale in single dose tubes in the UK and Belgium, and it's priced at about seven dollars and eighty cents per tube. Which is a single dose. Yeah. So, you know, you get uh, uh, just under eight bucks for a Woody. Which uh, would be equipped. Well, what is what is one pill of uh If you don't I have don't a know. prescription for Viagra, it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those like, things are real expensive. And that's that's the brand name. You can get generic uh, Sidenafil, I think it's what it's called. Right. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Steve, for like a pill without a prescription for Viagra, it's like 100, 120 bucks. We, I thought oh, yeah, it would down from there. Well, I, it, it does when you buy the generic, but um, the, the brand names are still very wow. expensive. And to get a prescription for it, uh, you have to, yeah. you know, your doctor has to verify that you have an issue, and then your uh, then your insurance has to approve the fact that you can pay for that. So there's a service online that's an ED um, service that I think is advertised. I think uh, at least on TV, perhaps. But it's you, they'll mail you. I guess you have to provide them the prescription. That's probably how it works. All right, um, scratch this, that boner. This seems a little more. I don't know how quick uh, Viagra and those pills um, work, but this seems a little more immediate. It ten, is ten minutes. It is no. I think the uh, and I that think, it fades away quicker. I too. think the ED pills are like uh, an hour or half hour or something like that. This is it says ten minutes. How long? Right? How long does it take effect? It's uh, that I don't know. Well, it, it, says, it says it says that most men then can get through the uh, the act and. I think it goes away after that. So okay. it says men who use the gel are told to rub it on to your unit about 15 seconds before sex. Uh, and then it's triggered about... And then ten, run upstairs. And then, no, it's it's triggered about 10 minutes later. Okay, um, and it doesn't have any effect on the uh, on the woman? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, you're, you're saying because you're basically then applying it to your, yeah. your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Internally. So, now, I said woman. It, it could be a man, too. It doesn't, sure. You know. So it says about 15 seconds before sex, and I think that means, like, um, the the petting process and the, the you know. Stroke. The yeah. making out. No, the foreplay. Thank yeah. you. So 15 because, seconds before foreplay. Yeah, well, it's um, the, re- the reason I'm saying that is it says here, uh, you're supposed to do it before about 15 minutes before sex. It says it's triggered about 10 minutes later. So I'm assuming I that see. means right. foreplay. Now, and it's not on the whole unit. You can put it on the do whole. Do you see that, person? I do, but I, Bill doesn't like I it know, when I get I into specifics. Okay. Uh, is it the top of it? Yeah. yeah it's, okay. it's above the neck. Okay. So yeah. the other question is then, um, how does it taste? Because you, you talk about foreplay. foreplay and stuff like that. So yeah. You, you put it on, try and let it take effect. Gelato. Then, yeah. Then wash it off. Would you say Toronto? Toronto. Gelato. Oh, gelato. gelato. It tastes like Toronto. <laughs> Have you ever licked Toronto? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, to me, this is going to be a, a cash cow for this company. Seems like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what, yeah, let's buy stock now. The drug, well, it's not going to be available until 2025, the stocks. Yeah. Uh, the drug works by relaxing the smooth muscles in the, uh, in the middle part. Uh, in the uh, middle part, in yeah, the, yeah. Just talking about shaft, yeah. That's it. Uh, allowing blood to flow into the region and triggering uh, the excitement. So the original use, the original of these ED drugs, all came from um, circulatory circulatory drugs yeah. and were repurposed. Yep. Uh, when they found out there was a certain side effect that came along with hey, it. Hey, come in here for a second. Uh, in phase Look at that. three crini- clinical trials, some 63% of men using the gel said they saw an improvement after 12 weeks. 12 weeks? So you apply it, wait 12 weeks, and then have sex. Yeah. Uh, in a second phase three, uh, in a second phase three trial that ended included forty seven men, a total of sixty one percent said they also saw a meaningful change within twenty four weeks. This might be for many just the thing they need. Side effects reported were usually mild and went away on their own. They included mild to moderate pain or discomfort in the penis, as well as a rectal warm, fires, warm tingling or burning sensation in so the member, the heat and intensity in the uh, penis. In the penis, yeah. <laughs> Uh, a four-pack of Erexon usually currently costs about uh, $32 uh, in the U.K. where it is available. And experts suggest that the rise of poor diets, sedentary lifestyles, and increased awareness of erectile dysfunction 
may be behind the higher rates. Mm. Uh, so because it says about 32 million Americans suffer from erectile dysfunction, mostly in their 40s to 70s. Now, it's over the counter. Is there an age limit? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. How old you would have to be to purchase it? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know. When you're that young. Yeah, you don't. don't you just, the wind blows. You're good. But however, though, when, when Viagra first came out, it, it, it was actually being sold in large portions to younger people mm-hmm. who were just simply looking to in, enhance their long weekend. Right. So, yeah. The longevity. Yeah. Uh, so. Basically. Wow. It's pretty wild. Uh, so this will be, what I don't know is exactly when it will hit. Uh, the, the FDA signed off on it. Can we buy it now? I mean, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, just overseas. Said, I just said I don't know when. No, yeah. no, I know. But can we buy overseas? Like, dude, you can get drugs from Canada. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. A Canadian boner is just as good as an American boner. Yeah. Canadian uh, would. You wouldn't be until, you know, uh, the FDA approved it. So maybe you can now. I don't know. Hmm. Really sure. Do you think they're now... I feel like it still takes a while after all of that. I'm just wondering if we should try and buy some right now. It says here, you got it, Casey. It says free shipping of Orexanol. Uh, I don't know where this site originates from that uh, Connor has up in the studio here, but it's Ibspot, okay. your number one shopping location for boners. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty wild that that's going to be available. So if you are, uh, if that's something that's... Uh... you got a boner. That's <laughs> one of the best, one of my favorites. You have a massive erection. You know what's funny is that this one that we have up on the screen is not the one that Preston's talking about. Right. Oh, you're right. It's this... rocks on it. So there's already ripoffs. And, Absolutely. Um, and so this one's called, uh, the we have on the screen in the studio is Erexanol. Uh, it, it's just like, um, you know, the knockoff boner drugs, like um, the, way, the knockoffs from... Um, you've seen that reality not, show, Well Intro Erexanol. Like they're Viagra. not knockoffs. They're not knockoffs. They're, they're just brand... They're not brand names. Well, yeah. but this is a knockoff. Yeah. There are, and there are knockoffs to um, to Sildenafil and to uh, yeah, but it's not the... knockoff. It still have to be FDA approved. That that's not a knockoff. Okay, so the one that I'm seeing up in the studio that that seems to me like it is. Yeah. If it's if it's FDA approved, it's not. It's just not a. It's just a different brand. But some things might not be an actual um, pharmaceutical. You know yes, what I mean? They might right. be. Well, yes. Yes. You then, know what I mean? Then that. But but what I'm saying is is like like there's not a knockoff. Or maybe there is a knockoff to Viagra, but you're not talking about the other, just the general named. So the one that we had up in the studio had a very similar sounding name to the one that Preston was talking about, and to me, that looks like it's uh, a knockoff. Yeah, it could be similar, I guess. Right? If when you go into CVS and they'll have uh, Sudafed, and then they'll have CVS's version. Yeah, of that's Sudafed. not a knockoff. Right. No, that's, that's, that's a generic. Just a generic. That's a generic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I don't a, think that this one is a generic version of this. I think, okay. like Nick is saying, it's a knockoff. It's. Right. It's, it's to it's get you to buy it because it it's long close enough. enough. Yeah. Because yeah. it has a similar name. They yeah. jump on it. Right. And what, you know, it's probably in it. The toothpaste I was mentioning. Exactly. No, no, no. Because if you, because it has to. Why ex- is my unit so white? It has to exist for X amount of years in order for it to be able to uh, be generic. So the, anything that is not that is a quote unquote knockoff. I started taking a generic uh, Nexium. I've taken Nexium for 20 years. Yeah. For and, boners? And, no, not oh. for boners. Oh. For, oh, for what? Acid indigestion and stuff like that. Uh, so the, I just recently started taking the generic version and I didn't because for the longest time, cause I'm like, what if it doesn't work? I don't want to deal with that. Right. And so I'm finally like, all right, I'll try it. You tried it? Works fine. Oh, yeah. excellent. And it's, it's like $5 job. cheaper. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's, I think after five or ten years, I forget the exact amount of time, but the FDA requires that these brand names use, uh, make a generic available. And yeah. so the generic drug that's that's produced is the same thing as the brand name. Right. It's just a, it just literally has a different name attached to it. Mm. Oh, 
this is a Viagra commercial. You can use toothpaste if you're having trouble getting a boner. <laughs> toothpaste? Absolutely. Oh, Helps fight against vaginal gingivitis. <laughs> This right. is where the, the, all those commercials were hitting the uh-huh. uh, you know, it was it, it was for Viagra, was it not? Oh, usually yeah. usually a guy riding a motorcycle or I had a... trouble with a thirty head of cattle and now I wanna hump something. But I'm all sweaty and can't get the boner I've been looking for. <laughs> oh there you go. Toothpaste. There, there it is. Toothpaste. <laughs> Have you tried toothpaste? <laughs> mm, it's ready whip, that might work. <laughs> Mayonnaise, now <laughs> Mayonnaise. 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 <laughs> Not womanaise. Mayonnaise. Womanaise. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go get my miracle whip. Oh, my God. Uh, you guys just going through the refrigerator trying different things out. Fluff another. Yeah. Fluff. Oh, that would stick. That would be too sticky. I'm going <laughs> to... This is going to be one nutter you won't forget. Oh. It's a fluffer nutter. Oh, my God. I didn't know we had pita. <laughs> Hun, why did you pick up lasagna? <laughs> Maybe that would work. <laughs> He's just looking for something. He's got to hummus. Boner. Yeah. Hummus. Hummus. <laughs> made Eastern. Oh, my God. Guacamole. <laughs> L-A-Y. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Hummus, mayonnaise. Humpus, mayonnaise. Sour cream. Humpus. <laughs> yeah. Sour cream. Already, already got the name cream in it already. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hummus question. Okay, ask right. your hummus question. The um, difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? That's not question. Okay. Because okay. uh, I, I know the answer to that <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> my fiance bought... <laughs> Chocolate hummus and it's delicious. Oh it's, yeah, it's brownie, but it's it's, it's not, not hummus. hummus, right? It's just is like it made with chickpeas? Cho- I, Casey, maybe I don't is think it it's got delicious. In it? I've you tried don't... it. I don't care for it. Have you tried it on uh, uh, pretzel on your dippers? Penis. <laughs> no, I haven't tried it on my penis yet. <laughs> How about pretzel dippers? I tried peanut butter hummus one time too. I didn't like that either. I will. T- I, I, I want. I like my hummus to be more savory than. than no, I got you. Yeah, Nick, I think I liked it when I had it. I, though I agree with you. It, to me, it tastes more like. Um, it actually tasted almost Nutella y. To my yeah. yeah yeah and and Nutella is made from hazelnuts is right. it not with Nick, uh, cocoa powder Nick there are chickpeas in the chocolate right. hummus ah. and what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Kathy do you know the difference nothing it's the same thing right uh, very good there's, <laughs> Nick there's, you there's the punchline <laughs> yeah Abu Dhabi do yeah. The Never chicks. had a garbanzo bean on my chest before or there something like but that. the Abu Dhabi do yeah. all right um hang on can we can we reel it. Oh, yeah. For a moment, right, yeah, we please. have a pharmacist on the line. Smart person. Hi, Seth. Good morning. Good morning. What questions could I possibly answer for you? <laughs> uh, all right. So when it comes to uh, generic brands, uh, how does that work? It's a, it's a patent issue, just like uh, many other things that are patented. Um, at one point, I think the rule was 17 years, but it was 17 years from the declaration that they had a unique product, a new, unique molecule. So what ends up happening is that the law says that generics are allowed to exist. One of the tactics that the uh, innovator companies tend to use is they tend to sue to say that the patent isn't uh, isn't actually expired. And okay. And you put something through the court, it ties things up. So generics come, generics go. But you were talking about omepri- uh, isomeprazole. Right. Sodium. 
Um, the rule about generic drugs is that they cannot be more than 10% more or less potent than the brand. And the brand reference has to be available to the generic companies from the company that originated the product. So, okay. Seth, with Erexon here, which is the drug that was, is, is, or at least the, the lube or lotion, Over-the-counter gel. Right, the over-the-counter gel that's the one that is mentioned most in the stories. So, I'm assuming that's the original, that's the original... Uh, I imagine uh, right. So, so uh, how long before you believe we? Because we had a company pop up, a competing brand. But is it possible that that's basically a Rexon, just a pirated version of it? It's entirely possible. I looked at the ingredients since you started talking about it, and mm-hmm. it's entirely possible for another company to make the exact same thing. Um, but there's a lot of issues with other companies making a product designed to look like another product. Yes. The, the weight loss drugs that are on the market right now, there's a big issue with uh, with compounding pharmacies uh, purchasing the chemical active ingredient in those weight loss drugs um, and then producing an IV product or an injection product off of non-sterile ingredients. So people are all nuts for, you know, the meds that are... Ozempic? Yeah, that's it. Thank you for putting yeah. the name in mind. Throzempic or the other drugs that are like it, Wagovi, there's a third one, I don't remember. But they're right. going nuts for it, and unfortunately, some of them are getting infections from non-sterile products. Right, I'd read oh, an wow. article about that. There's yeah. a big concern. you got to be careful with those knockoffs. Yeah, or uh, they're getting a supra-potent or sub-potent product. All right. Seth, have, uh, are you familiar with this product, this new chubby sauce that they're coming out with here? Not at all. I mean, when you started talking about it, I looked it up. There is not yet a U.S. package insert for me to check. All right. So I, I got some contradictory information when I was looking online. It's also marketed under mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. Uh, so uh, so you, you don't know when this will be available? Not a clue, but, I mean, it's, like I said, you can try a, you know, knockoff product if you want. I mean, one of my favorite things was from The Onion a billion years ago where they published that the FDA was producing a uh, branded placebo product because it works 30% of the time regardless <laughs> yeah. of what's in it. Yes, so, yeah. Knows? Seth, why yeah. are uh, drugs like, uh, you know, brand name drugs like Viagra and um, Cialis still so expensive if there are generics that can compete with it? Uh, it's it's a question of what the market will bear, unfortunately. Um, there's a lot of things going on with drug pricing. The U.S. government acted in the last couple of years to say some of the stuff that's out there is ridiculously expensive and inappropriately so. It's going back and forth in the courts as to whether or not the government has the right to do um, price controls on these things. But, like, there's a new Alzheimer's drug that's that's very promising, but it's 50 grand a year. Yeah, yeah, no, there's yeah. an... <laughs> But isn't it like anything else if there's just a brand name on it and that's just what some people want? Yeah. Sometimes that's all they, you know, people can have allergies to the inactive ingredients in a product. So if you take a brand and then you find that the generic isn't working for you properly, you know, it could be that you need that brand product. And that's why doctors can write uh, your prescription for brand required. But that doesn't mean that your insurance company has to pay for the brand the same way they're paying for the generic. You when might you, end up paying a much higher copay. One you hear in the news a lot is a, like insulin. Is, is Insulin is not a brand name, is it? Insulin is not a brand name. And insulin has been around for a very, very long time. The issue at hand was that there was uh, price fixing going on among the companies that were, you know, producing the different regular and different types of insulins. You could go over the border to Canada and buy a vial of insulin for 30 bucks that you pay, you know, $150 for in the U.S., it was ridiculous, and that's part of the reason that this backlash has happened. I think AARP was behind some of this, but also some of the other consumer and uh, and you know minority group uh, uh, organizations because 
diabetes is more affecting uh, uh, minorities than the Caucasian yeah. population. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Huh. All right. Interesting. All right, Seth, thanks for the heads up, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. All right, we'll Happy see you later. A lot of times, I'll, I'll just mix stuff together in my bathroom like when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and I figured, I can cure some things. Yeah, maybe this yeah. will work. You never know. Sometimes. Did anybody try that yet? Right. I don't think so. I mean, it's just sure. it's just repurposing mouthwash. Well, anyhow, this stuff, uh, what was the name of the product again? Aroxon? Aroxon. Aroxon. Get your rocks on. Yeah, man. Um, is supposedly cleared and... Um, is supposed to be stocked in pharmacies in the U.S. at some point, but it's already been available in the uh, in the U.K. and in Belgium. And it's uh, yeah, it's for erectile dysfunction. It's a gel that can be uh, it can activate you within ten minutes. They say. So. I think this is going to be a game changer. Interesting. All right, somebody's going to make a lot of loot off this. Well, listen, we need to take a break. Uh, Casey had to leave, and apparently we have a guest today. We didn't know, but uh, Two Ray is here. Right. Uh, uh-huh. and- and it's going to be at uh, Punchline, Punchline's birthday show. Um, so let's take a break. Come back. We'll talk to Ture and do the bizarre file and that stuff. It's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. All right. So we'll break and uh, come back with that in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us, friends. WMMR presents the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th. Two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a window nation tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required, so secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Steve, we've, uh, our radio show's been together for 25 years. Yeah. So we've, uh, you know, had a lot of experiences over the years, and don't you love that moment when you've shown up at a place and they go, why are you here? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm sorry, but you are. Oh, and, we've and had why that. Are you here? Yeah, yeah. You're it's here happened to do. so many times. You're here to do what? Yeah. We have a good friend who is in our studio, and we didn't know he was coming in. It was a little mix up on Casey's part, but it's all good. We love the man. Not a- we were originally upset, and then we heard it was this guy. And we're like, yeah. okay, okay going to be a punchline, ladies and gentlemen. Two rays. Yeah. Guys, thank you, thank you so much for having me. Nice to see you, and then early. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's Gemini. Right. Tomorrow, yeah. Fellow Gemini. Gemini, Gemini season. Yeah, yeah it was it's Monday. Good. It's good. Happy birthday. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Be 50 tomorrow. Wow. No kidding. 50. Yeah. Oh, so that picture right. is deceiving, but uh, it's it's almost nice. It's, so it's, it's a, a little self It's a huge. It's a huge birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm officially, I get AARP man. The magazine starts showing up. You're like, do you sweat the birthdays or do you give a rat's ass? Nah, not really. Yeah. I just, you know, you celebrate them when they're important, I guess. To other people, because you know, fifty-one, you get nothing. Yeah, but forty-nine right. last year sucked. Yeah. This year, it's like we gonna come out for your birthday. It's like no problem. Whatever. So, as long as I can get something, I'll, I'll celebrate the ones I get stuff. That's right. Well, you yeah. figure you pay into other people's birthdays. You should okay. get a return. That's why you go to a wedding. I'm doing a fiftieth. I'm doing a little tacos and tequila at a, a Rosa Mexicana tomorrow in Armor. Just dinner, you know. Oh, yeah, nice. I love that restaurant. Yeah, it's great. Can I come? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And here's why. Listen. So for my forty-fifth, I did a uh, dinner at, at at Relish, and I paid. For, right? Okay. But, you know, I'm, I'm black, and uh, most of my friends and family are black. And uh, I literally watched people not eat until I told them, I was like, you know, eat, drink, it's on me. Uh, oh. They were like, 
like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, <laughs> so tomorrow you got to bring money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though, so to that point? It's like, at least bring 50 bucks to pay for your meal <laughs> yeah. so we can enjoy when ourselves. When we go out and with a group of people, I, will, I always uh, offer to pay. And it's, a lot of that is... is is you got um, the money. Well, it's predicated also on the fact that if I go out with someone else, I yeah. don't want to order. I yes. may not order what I really want, right? Because I want to be respectful of their of their deal. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just go, right? You right. know what I'm Great saying? Story and, and two things, like you know, when we go out, if the guys are out, like say we go out, me and my friends and our, our wives, the guys pay. Yeah, well, they don't pay. We'll just split the check evenly, right? Quick story. I'm out with uh, one night. I did a show with the NJ Pack with DL Hewley. So after the show, I go out. DL, uh, Mike Hill from Fox, Fox Sports is with it. And we yeah. all have our ladies. Uh, DL has his wife, so it's like six of us. Another couple of couples. So maybe about seven, eight people at the table. Check comes. It's about. We went to a meat a steak spot in the meat packing district. All That's right. It. Check comes. It's about eight hundred. Wow. Now I got it. Yeah. Oh, I have that in my account. Um, <laughs> but it would, you know, it severely impacted next month's bill. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm with my lady, so I didn't want to feel like a hanger on. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I went to go pull out my credit card. I can see DL at the end of the table mouthing, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, I appreciate it. I got you know what? From, from DL's perspective, yeah. did you think, like, he might get tired of taking yes. people out and then people assume? Everybody assumes. Yeah. I was just I'm being kind. Yeah. I've it, seen it. it. I'm it, with comedians and, you know, Kevin. Like, we go out with Kevin. Kevin Hart. Kevin is different. It's a different. It is a different level. But they are comedians. They just assume that. Like people just assume it. Like which is know, rude. Yes, that the rich yes. guys. And I never want to be that guy. No, that I, I commend yeah. that. So I think I that's, like, that's a wonderful thing. Especially if I got my lady. Now me, I can, <laughs> I can slide to side, order salad and water, and be. But I got my lady. I don't want to feel like a less than. You what's know what what's the ritual they do? Is it yeah. is it in the NFL with the with the, the, rookie, the rookie player? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they go out. Who was it? The Eagles uh, and offensive they, lineman. They nailed him. him. Yes, man. A couple years ago, Sean. And we what got was, Sean's last what, name? The, the tab was two hundred thousand. Because he used to come down to laugh house. <laughs> two hundred grand on dinner. I was like, yo, Whoa. I wish I would. Y'all, we'd have been fighting. <laughs> yeah. Why would you, like they was ordering like cases of Cristal and oh, giving it out. Jesus. Other people in the club. Like, it's crazy. I would crap myself. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I try to, uh, being on the road, like, I'm on the road with some more Queen of Comedy, whatever, and not not to say whatever, but yeah. Queen of Comedy, she, <laughs> she makes a lot. When I say whatever, I meant to yeah. the, the uh, income bracket. Right, right, more. right, yeah. So, being on, we go out to eat a lot. So, there are times that she'll go to, say, for example, like LeBeck Finn, but there's also times she goes to Cracker Barrel. Uh, Those you know? are the checks I get. I yes. And that's the rule. Like, get the ones you can get. Yeah. Like, when she go to Cracker Barrel, I got this. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> you sure you don't want, you sure you don't want extra <laughs> casserole? Yeah. Don't they? Get you some extra casserole. It's on me. You know, though, pay, paying that big bill, yes. like, like going back to, so offering, and then and then you. I feel like sometimes I wake up and it's like, like, uh, did when, what did I do? Why like, did something, I when you do something pride. bad, I'm like, it's not bad. Pride. Like, what did you do? I'm bad. I had enough. money and pride. Like, I remember a Copa on South Street. I'm in there, and, you know, Margarita Mondays. I'm getting a Margarita. Yeah. And, you know, I like Patron. Yeah. So I say, you know, Margarita with Patron. And she, you know, okay, young lady came back. She said, like, I'm sorry, the Patron is $4, you know, $4 more. I was like, I got $4. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. But the point is, don't disrespect me. <laughs> Go ahead and get that. We'll worry about that later. I mean, that's between me and TD Bank. They'll, yeah. We'll handle that between the overdraft. My bank as well. I had his, I've told this story before on air. I went out when years ago. We were flown out to do the uh, comic relief uh, thing out in L.A. Yeah. And I said, oh, this is cool. I got to go and as part of the radio station. I'm going to go do that. Mm-hmm. And we go to the, I think it was the Hilton and Universe, Universal 
studio. I know that. Right. So they had this incredible brunch. I'm like... And, you know, I had family out there at the time. And so, oh, this is very inexpensive. I didn't realize it was a super special event. The next day when I show up, Marlo Thomas and their other celebrities, like, there, And I'm like, oh, they're here for the super cheap brunch. And I brought my family. And the bill came. And I was like. Oh my wow, this God! Is not a super cheap brunch. This is horrific. Yeah, <laughs> this is depressing. Yeah, brunch. it was unbelievable. <laughs> Especially it would have been like in a hard day's night when you 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 pretend you're a waiter to pick up the uh, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, right. Oh man, it's always good to be out with the rich people. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the that's the lesson. It's always good to be out with rich people. Speaking of which, when was the last time you see Kevin Hart? And and do you do you ever feel nervous about hitting him up? Because I know you guys have been friends for a long time, but you don't want to bother those guys I don't, either. Actually, I don't. I, I, it's impossible to hit him. Yeah. So I hit this circle, oh. and they put us in touch. But uh, last time when he was here, yeah. And I mean, it's just all like I I forget what he is and who he is when we're around because even my lady says she says when y'all guys get around each other, it's just like back to old time. And that's yeah. how it is, you know. Yeah. But I do under like when we went to go uh, when he was here at the Wells Fargo, and um, <laughs> it's incredible. And um, they take you know, take their, they take your phones. Yeah, and even though I had full access VIP, you know, all access badge, whatever, whatever, they took my phone, and I'm like, you know, I wonder if they take everybody's phone, you know, because if you somebody maybe they would. When I seen Charlie Mack getting his phone back, I said, oh, they, they, they take everybody's yeah, phone. Have, said, you ever been, have you ever written with him or written for him? For Kevin? I know, I know, for Kevin, I know he has, he has I a lot of people he him. trusts. Yeah, yeah. My, um, like, Kevin really was just not so much just. I started Kevin. Yeah. So I was like his first mentor. And then, right. you know, the rest is, I've been watching him. Like, I've been learning from him ever since. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he's got a great team around him. So I'm sure, you know, there are things that he, he hits me up for. Like, when he goes on a special, he will hit me up to watch his set and help punch up certain things because he knows I can do that instantly. Like, when right. he came through Punchline last year and he was working on, two years ago, and he was working on some things, he's like, yo, two, watch my set, tell me, you know, so. That's gotta a be, lot it's of comedians flattering. It's got to be yeah, flattering. It is, and I appreciate that comedians care that, you know, what I think to, he, to help them. He came in years ago and a couple of times, the, and right then and there, you, you know, uh, the first time we had him in, he was, you know, he's doing charitable stuff for the city. Mm-hmm. It's a regular guy. You know, he's obviously joking around, but he's yeah. like, you, yeah, the, the, there's that there's that really involved side. And you're yes. like, oh, this, there's a lot more to this guy. Yes, he's a great dude. Yeah, he's yeah. Dude. It is funny, though. Like, when you see somebody of that stature, and uh, sometimes they'll do punchline, you know, mm-hmm. to, to work out new material or whatever, <laughs> you'll be really excited to see them. Yes. And then two minutes in, if they're not doing good jokes... They're not doing good jokes. Like, they, Luckily, he doesn't have that problem. Right, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I give him that. Like, you know, for someone as, as successful as he is, and we all come in through something. Like, we come in, comedy was our way into a lot of things. Yeah. Um, You don't always, once you get to be the millionaire comedian, you don't always have to be as great in comedy. And yeah. a lot of comedians experience that fall off. He always comes back to comedy. Like, every year he gives you a special, and those are the comedians that have longevity. Those are the Chris Rocks, the Chappelles, because sure, I got eight movies this this year, but I, I did another stand-up special. I concentrated on stand-up. So for him, that's always a, a treat when people come to a club and he walks out on stage and is like, wow, you what? get to see. Yeah. Hasn't that been Eddie Murphy's thing? So the, he was flirting with coming back. He looked like he was going to be close to it. Yep. I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. There's, there's, I, to me, it looks like there's nothing but downside to This that. is what I tell people whenever they bring up Eddie Murphy. I'm like, he was raw... Yeah, twenty four years old. Yeah. yeah, and to me, that's one of the masterpiece comedy. That's one of the most classic comedy specials ever. He Quoted constantly. Four. Yeah. So 
you're not going to get better. It's not like, <laughs> not like you're on top of that. So you might, and he said that. He was like, nah, if I come back, you know. And they think about he knows He knows what it is. He said, Dude, you think about all the things I've done in my career. This yeah. He said, and when I die, it's going to be a donkey on my tombstone. Like, <laughs> right. that, you know, so it, it is a, it's, I, stay, stay on top, Eddie. You're right. out on top. But, yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to do this for uh, a long time at a high level. And um, I'm one of the comedians that have been doing it for 30 years at a high level. So to celebrate 30 years of comedy with the likes of uh, some of the stars that I've come across and been around, it's, it's just a great Who, Who's thing. with you over the uh, the next couple of days? This, it's actually me and some of my favorite comedians. Yeah. I don't know who's going to stop through. I got a lot of, okay. you know, a lot of stars is going to stop through. I can't advertise that because I don't want to, you know, Live Nation is like, well, yeah. if they don't come, we can't say <laughs> whatever. So I don't know who's going to stop through. I can say that there will be some celebrities stopping through. There will be some guest stars stopping through. But this weekend, specifically, I have a great female comedian from uh, Atlanta. Her name is Ashima Franklin. She's on tour with Cat Williams and uh, uh-huh. Nick, Nick Cannon with The Wild and Out. And a young man by the name of Henry Coleman. Now, when I tell you Henry Coleman is the next dice clay without the language, it's just sharp wit. Really? And it's like he's he's... He's he's real with it, but he's so super funny. So I brought some of the comedians I like and enjoy. So we're going to have a great time, and I'm going to be there. And Punchline Philly's going to let it be my home for Is this going to be Friday and Saturday? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Uh-huh. They've been giving me a day party on Sunday. Nice. Because uh-huh. I'm 50, so with day parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't That's where I'm at. You go like, to bed after 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, so is this, uh, is this is this fire that that happened on 95 going to uh, be an issue for people Not to for, get around you know, and get so there? Funny. I was listening to the, the report with Kelly, and I was like, wow, you know, you know, I get on right, coming down 95, I get on right at Bridge Street, so it's like, I'm doing 90. <laughs> There's nothing behind me. <laughs> now, going back, I gotta yeah. take as excuse, you know, whatever your, rate, your, your your listeners think, you can find me at Comedy by Two Raiders, is not the opinions of Preston and Steve, <laughs> but going home, I had to take the Puerto Rican Expressway, which is Front Street all the way uh-huh. from, like, Girard, all the way home, because I live in the Northeast, so it's like, I call it in a second, but it, it it gets you. If you're going up straight, straight up Front Street, you'll get there. So <laughs> north, going north, right. Right, it, it might be a little detour. But coming south. Well, I'm, I'm a white dude who lives in the suburbs. I've never heard Puerto Rican Express. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have. <laughs> like, they, they, like, they, like, probably people are like, oh, Front Street. Like, yeah, yeah. Puerto yeah. Rican Express. It, it's, been, it's been weird times because we had the Canadian forest fire smoke. Right. Right. Last yeah, week, that, yo, the right. you know, East Coasters was like, "Yo, something up, yo." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, we, we, you know, especially East Coast black people, like yeah. it's a conspiracy theory. They're not telling us everything. We got to put these masks yeah. back on." I'm like, "I'm like, yo, talk to your friends in California. It's very yeah. common occurrence." <laughs> Well, yeah, it, that's it's, funny. It's always something. Yeah, it's, and living in Philly is like every day we like. Ugh. It's almost like we could be becoming numb because every day it's something there's crazier. Some, yeah, there's something I think northeast and like in, yes. in, in, in cities like this, you're just like, okay, yeah, all right, right yeah, you know, whatever. Like, like people I, getting us. How does this? I mean, we, we really is making us a selfish society yeah. because it's like. <laughs> How's this affect me? If I can still get to work. Yeah. Like, like I just yeah. said, I'm 94. Like, 94. It was great for me. But yeah. I can care less about the people that live up. Can I still go to the bar tonight? Can I, can I still eat park? outside? <laughs> Look, and it's so crazy because you think about it the whole way. I never met John DeVella. Good to see you. Hey. <laughs> John, get right, right.
Oh. And it's so crazy. I knew immediately who yeah. was. I was like, that's John DiBella. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's like I had to check last night. You know, I, I got a guy. You got a guy for everything. So for my, uh, my, my marijuana, I got a guy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, damn, he lives past me on 95. Oh. Oh. I was like, I'll come to you. Don't worry about it. I'll come to you. <laughs> but other than that, it's like, well, as long as it works out, we're becoming a, that society and that culture, especially in the Northeast of... If this don't bother me, my man, I really don't care. Right. We are getting there. Like, I no, think you're right. We don't yeah, care. yeah. It's bad when it comes to the sports team, once the six is lost, we can't. We care less about the finals. It was like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, totally. Who cares? I forgot they no, were on. Oh, Jokers is great. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which training camp start? Yeah, right. It is. It is becoming hard to be. Uh, we, you're, we're developing a very thick skin here in Philadelphia. But at least it's practical. I mean, yeah, you know, it works. I, I travel around what? the world, and I am fine all over. Yeah. Like, yeah, I and I'm watching people. Like I travel, I was just on a flight and the uh, air conditioner didn't work while we were boarding. Mm. So, so I've watched it deteriorate. It's like you know, I, I was like, it's a late flight. Yeah, these people want to go home, and I watched it deteriorate. And I watched the staff try to make. We're, oh. we're gonna give you some water. <laughs> the first person got up. Second person got up and said, we're going to let you go back into the hangar. I was like, yeah, because you're about to have a situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just watching. And I guess being from, you know, being Philadelphia, yeah. it's like, I just, I know it's going to pop off. You fly yeah. you fly a lot. Yes. I, uh, um, I don't fly that often, maybe a handful of times a year. But now I find myself, each time that I get on a plane, I'm like... I wonder if something's going to happen. Yeah. I wonder yes. if there's going to be an, a, yes. a, a a passenger freakout, yep. and am I going to be the person that is filming this, <laughs> or am I going to be the person that's... It. Excuse me, sir, would you help us restrain this person? Here it is. Yeah. It depends on how it affects me. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if they just loud and obnoxious, but we still gonna take off. Yeah, yeah whatever. If they if they, if they gonna delay my flight, yo, sit down, yo, sit down. Yeah, yeah. You better yeah. sit down. You better now. sit down for a big real problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can talk to these flight attendants like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great scene in, in uh, the movie Bananas, Woody Allen, where right. he's, he's reading a paper on the on the subway, and there's and Stallone plays one of the hoods who comes in, and they're, they're that. throttling an old woman who's literally pushing right. into and. He's reading the paper and trying until he gets pushed off the seat and he tries to react. Right, right. It's like, how long can I go? Yep. And sometimes like, it's the way we do it. During the water scare that we had a couple of weeks ago, months ago, I was like, I haven't drank Philly water in months. I get three like, cases of water, water in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and you people are like, well, you don't have, like, yo, if you got kids, you got two cases in the trunk. Like, that's how it goes. Like, yeah. keep, and the reason we keep the water in the trunk, because if you put it all in there, they'll open them all. They don't yeah. drink them all. <laughs> That's right. You got kids, you know that they don't drink them all. Yeah. They just open them. We had sit them to the side. We had a party, you know, at the house, and we bought all these little bottles of water, and there was, you could fill, there were about 40 bottles of water out. If you were to right. pour what was taken out of each you bottle, you couldn't fill up one bottle. I'm telling you, my lady, the kids would make you petty, man. Because yeah. my lady tries to compete with them. She, Let's just get the little water. Well, now I got the little water. Let's just get the little waters because they waste them. I don't waste them. <laughs> I want big water. I'm a big man. I want my water. Yeah. So it, 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 Simple pleasures in life. Right, but again. You need birthday water. Right, I need birthday need. water. <laughs> but if it didn't affect us, okay. Speaking of birthdays and and fifty because I'm I'm a, I'm fifty five wow. but I but I remember fifty and uh, do you do a little self reflection because it's a milestone birthday has any of that entered your mind or you just kind of I whatever. have been yeah um, I've been asking uh, my friends and family to give me like little video drops saying happy birthday thirty year anniversary type thing and I've yeah. gotten some you know great guys <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned Kev. I've reached out to Kev and the, and the Plastic Cup Boys and I got a text from an eight one eight number and it was like I heard you want a video. The answer is no. And I was like, who is, who is this? It was Naeem. 
<laughs> Naeem Lynn is one of the Plastic Cup boys. He's like, I was like, I didn't even ask you. He's like, I know, but I told them not to give you one either. Like, Naeem's such a... Who's in that crew? Who's in that uh, crew? Spank Horton, right. Naeem Lynn, and Joey Wells. Those make up the Plastic Cup boys. Kev's opening uh, team. Well, Always Kev's who he hangs team. with. Yeah. But uh, so Kevin's, you know, make, get ready to give me a team, uh, give me a video. And <clears throat> just that, when they say it, you know, and I guess I think of it, and I had my kids do one. And my daughter was like, you know, Dad, you're 50, and, you know, I never, you know, I was, thank you for loving me and stuff like that. And that's when I yeah. think about it. Like, you know, because previous to that, I I don't think about it. And my lady tries to make me feel old, you know, in a derogatory way, you know. <laughs> well, you're 50 now. You should stop acting like that. And I'm like, I'm not, first of all, like, <laughs> I'm not 50 now. I'm, I'm 50 soon, but, uh, and I can still enjoy being, if, you know. How old is she, if I may ask? 49. Uh, come on. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not like she's young. Yeah. Yeah. She's the same age. That's why you're too old to be acting like that. I'm like, no, actually, I, I can still do it. Yeah. Like, if that's the point, it's, if I can still a, pull it off. It's a tactic, though. I do it with my son. I'm like, yeah. you are a living now. Yes. yes. I should not have to, whatever, go upstairs and get your shoes for you. Right. And, you know, it's so funny because I have, you know, kids, as you, and, you know, when so, when the other parent says it to you, because it's like, his, my, my son's mom, I have an 11-year-old, yeah. his, his mom says, well, he's only 11. I'm like. Oh yeah, he should, he should he should at least be driving. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking for a fifty. She's like, he's just eleven. I'm like, well, you know, he he can't do nothing but tie his shoes. Like, what else? What else can he do at eleven? Yeah. You forget it. It's it's a great accomplishment. I did a uh, quick interview and someone said, "Do you think about the thirty years in the game or the fifty more?" Right. And I said, "To be black." And make it to 50, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. I said, but 30 years in comedy is an accomplishment. That's too. amazing. And especially this area. Yes. Especially, we talked about this. Yes. Philadelphia is generating and has had, when we started the show, we were talking about this, there was not a comedy scene as 25 years ago. We had to build it. Right. And so now it's a robust community yes. with a lot of incredibly funny people. And yeah. you hold your comedy courses, was yes. it twice a year? Twice a year. Philadelphia Comedy College, we do two classes a year, 10-week classes, but... Um, that's it. It's it's funny because when we started, it was just a comedy club, the comedy college, or comedy workshop, or whatever. Right. And as we look back, it's like we've created kind of a community. Yeah. Because these these comedians come back to work. They come back to work at the clubs and they form their own shows. And it starts to make a comedy culture. And over the years, that's what it's truly developed into. So awesome. I'm proud of Philadelphia comedy, all of it, because there's always an opportunity for us to grow. What's one of the stranger locations that you've had to uh, to do a comedy set at? Oh, man. It just right. didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, it didn't make sense, but it worked. Uh, during the pandemic, you know, we were outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a bunch line had us under the bridge. And I was oh, like, man, yeah. I've been working my whole career to get under that. the bridge. Yes. <laughs> You're a troll. Like, I was there. Like, baby, under the bridge. It was like, you know, under 95. Like, yeah. And wow. I'm telling Joe, like, <laughs> That was the punchline, folks. <laughs> punch I, yeah. I went to one outdoor show. It was Burt Kreischer, who was at uh, Wells Fargo Center parking lot. And it was, it was one of those stay-in-your-car shows. Yes, I did That was strange. It was yeah, weird. They, I mean, I had a good time. They were like, blow your horns. Yeah, yeah. If you would get laughed, it's like, blow their horn. I'm like, that's. And I, I did. Well, I did the first one because Live Nation kicked that off, and yeah. we were the first show with uh, Mike Blackson. And then Bert was the second show. It was at right. Citizens Bank Park parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was one of them wheel the world stages. Like the stage was fifty feet from the ground. The closest person was a hundred yards away from yeah. us. Like, Comedy doesn't work like that. Right. To me. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. There are comedians that can, but I can't. Laughing is reflexive. Yes. Honking a horn is not. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yo, that's funny, yo. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it was a weird attempt. Right. Yeah, yeah, somebody said next to you, hit it, hit it. Yeah. That's funny. It was, it was yeah. a thousand cars in that parking yeah. lot. We were, we were so trying anything for, like, normalcy at that right. point. You know, so we just like, wanted a piece. Exactly, yeah. I want to go to a comedy show, but I got to sit in the car. I got to sit in the car. This is crazy. But we enjoy it. So weird spots. Well, now we're back in the club. Yes. Of course, it's been that way for a while now, but extra special this weekend because it's your birthday shows. Thank you. Uh, and Punchline, and so uh, two shows Friday, Saturday, and then one on Sunday, that yes. daytime show? Yes. No, no, no. It's a daytime party. Daytime it's a party. Sunday night show. Nice. So we got a little day party. Oh. Going to break out the cards. We got some spades. If you guys play spades, come through. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Grown Folks Get Together. It's just right. a little day party, you know, just some, some time to relax because a lot of people may not be able to make it to the shows or whatever, but they still want to come celebrate with me. We just going to lounge awesome. out, drink some drinks, play some cards, and sell some lives. But you're you're a that. staple in this area. It's very cool, man. man. It's I awesome. Try. I, try. I got to pay these bills. Yeah, <laughs> get those waters. Yeah, exactly, I got bodies water. The big ones. The big ones. <laughs> Great to see you too, Ray. To Thanks for being guys. here. And happy Thank birthday you. to you. Appreciate y'all, too, Ray. Nice to see you, man. Thank you always for having me. Man. Uh, appreciate pleasure. you guys. Thank Anytime, sir. So. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back. We'll do the B file, trash music news, all that stuff when we return. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we had to shift things around a little bit. Uh, first of all, it was awesome having two race stop by. It was a total surprise to us. It was a... I think Casey thought he'd he booked him for tomorrow. Uh, but Toure was here, and he's going to be at uh, Punchline. He's just the easiest guy to talk to. Love that guy. And just a naturally funny guy. Yeah. Uh, so we're really happy that he came by. And he uh, fulfilled a lifelong, lifelong dream by seeing John DeBella walk by in the hallway. Finally <laughs> got it in. Uh, there's a just a weird little connection. So the photographer that shot me for that Philly Mag article a few months ago mm-hmm. shot Toure a month later and is now shooting John DeBella. So oh, we're nice. all had a little reunion down the hallway. Aww. Very cool. Nice. All right, so we had uh, held off on the B-file so we could talk to Ray, so we're going to do that now, and then after that, we're going to do Lesson Question, Trash and Music News, so here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre. 
All right, it's brought to you by Horizon Services. Purchase a new cooling and heating system. As purchasing one has never been easier with Horizon Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. Uh, with free estimates, NXA installs, booking in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. We were just talking to two, Ray, about picking up the tab yep. at a restaurant. Well, a man in China ended up in legal battle after walking out on a blind date who expected him to pay for her and her 23 relatives that she brought along. No. The man identified in local papers as Mr. Liu found his prospective partner, Ms. Zhang, through a matchmaker and arranged to meet her at a popular restaurant. To Liu's surprise, Zhang arrived at the restaurant accompanied by 23 relatives who joined them on their date. Do you mind if my 23 relatives come along with us? The restaurant staff later informed Liu that the woman's family ordered a significant amount of expensive cigarettes and premium alcoholic beverages. I guess in China you can order cigarettes at the restaurant, too. Have some steak and cigarettes, please. When Liu was handed a bill amounting for about $2,800, he decided to promptly leave the restaurant and have Zhang and her relatives settle the cost. While Zhang did settle the bill, she still demanded that Lou contribute at least half of the amount. Stop and think about that. It's 24 people yeah. for $2,800. Yeah, Lou agreed only to reimburse a fraction of the total cost, uh, totaling about $560. All right, give me a handy. Uh, forcing Zhang to ask her relatives to pay for their share of the total bill. Uh, angered by Lou's offer, Zhang's family decided to take the matter to court Filing a lawsuit, a lawsuit, uh, to force him to pay up. But the court, however, ruled in Lou's favor, stating that he should only cover the cost of his own and Zhang's meal, which was about one hundred ninety-seven dollars. So uh, he walked away happy, yes, that whole thing, but had to go through scam. the process of uh, of a lawsuit. Second day. Two children suffered burn-like injuries after acid was poured on three slides at a Massachusetts playground. Fire uh, and police departments are searching for suspects after authorities responded to a call Sunday. And uh, they found a suspicious substance on the slides at Bliss Park Playground. What miserable bastard did that? At the time, EMS crews responded to reports of uh, two children suffering burn-like injuries after leaving the park. Firefighters determined the material on these slides was acidic in nature. Hazmat team determined that the chemical poured on the slides was muriatic acid. Uh, the Mass- it was obviously done intentionally to, yeah. to injure kids. Yeah, the Massachusetts State Police Crime Lab gathered several items of evidence. Uh, additional evidence was gathered and has been sent to the crime lab for forensics analysis and fingerprinting. We have a whole bunch of muriatic acid at my house. I uh, use it in the pools. So. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, the fire department said that uh, perpetrators climbed two fences, used a ventilation shaft to break into a room with the basement of a pool building where the chemicals were stored uh, to operate the pool. Uh, fire department officials said that uh, they suspected the perpetrators may have suffered acid burns on their hands or arms. Their clothing may have indications of being degraded from contact with the acid. So I wonder if sun- they're looking for a pool boy named Ben Affleck, yeah. <laughs> who was a part of this whole thing. I don't know. Did they say how old the kids were? No, they didn't. Uh, they just said kids. Um, yeah. So the playground area is fenced off, but the rest of the park is open, the fire department. I'd like to apologize <laughs> to Jennifer Gardner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Seems remorseful. Yeah. A South Carolina police officer is being praised for her attention to detail during a traffic stop that led to a shooting suspect's arrest, according to authorities in North Myrtle Beach. Uh, the police department recognized Officer Kayla Wallace's quick response in a Facebook post this week. Wallace pulled over a white Jeep that ran a red light. And uh, while speaking with the female driver and male passenger, 
Wallace reportedly noticed the woman appeared distressed. While the male passenger wasn't looking at the driver, the female silently mouthed the words, help me, wow. repeatedly to Wallace. Wow. Taking note of the driver's discreet plea for assistance, Wallace removed the passenger from the Jeep and placed him in her patrol's uh, patrol car's back seat. It's amazing. Uh, the officer returned to speak with the woman who was uh, driving. The woman frantically told Wallace that the man sitting in her police vehicle had just shot a person. Soon afterward, dispatcher sent radio alert for officers to be. Apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Agon, the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. So there you go. Uh, To be on the lookout for a vehicle recently involved in a shooting, the arrested passenger. The arrested passenger was identified as Collins Bates who is accused of shooting someone outside of a sports bar in Myrtle Beach. He forced a woman to drive him away from the bar after the shooting. Wow. Thank uh, God she was, you know, catching that, able to figure out what was going on. Yeah, I don't know if the woman knew the guy or not. I have no oh. idea if he if he kind of hi- hijacked her. No, yeah, Chris on the philosopher of evil and skull sealer. Uh, the department uh, congratulated the officer who was sworn into the service in 2021 for doing a great job. And that is where we will wrap up our Bizarre File for now because we have a few other things that we need to do in this very segment. So today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Presents Bush performing Saturday, July 15th at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. And the question I have for you this morning is, what is the female equivalent of equivalent of mayonnaise? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know that. What is the female equivalent of mayonnaise? 215-263-WMMR. We will do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, now Casey's not here, so the little zingers are going to be probably yes. a little bit different than it'll, usual. It'll actually make me easier to edit the promo if I right. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback, by the way. Make your deck or outside space a source of comfort and pride. And you can shop 4th of July sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at decksupplies.com. What is going on this morning, Steve? Well, Anita Baker has booted Babyface off her songstress tour, saying his fans are far too nasty and threatening. Baker says she was saddened to realize that Babyface is actually a stupid, stinky poop face. Oh. <laughs> Johnny Weissmiller. That's great. I don't have my. I don't. I don't know my way around these. Okay. (laughs) Information has been released confirming the Unabomber Kaczynski died after hanging himself inside his prison cell on Saturday morning. Authorities say they spoke with the man who strangled Kaczynski, and he confirmed it was a suicide. No. And finally, the NHL has denied a bid by Snoop Dogg to purchase the Ottawa Senators. Apparently, a background check indicated he might have used drugs. So there you go. All right. Are we clear? (laughs) I see you over there trying to push some buttons. Yeah. I see Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. And we need to know what's the female equivalent of mayonnaise. And we will go to Phil for the answer. Phil, good morning. Good morning. All right, Phil, what is the female equivalent of mayonnaise? Womanaise. Womanaise, yes. Hang on a second, Phil. We're going to set you up with those tickets as we present Bush playing Saturday, July 15th at the Excite Center at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. Uh, The show is 21 and over and tickets are sold out. And you can text CONCERTS to 39333 for a link to the concert calendar 
and complete concert details. Marissa, I'm going to solicit for this right now. Do it! All right, uh, secret text word. Let's give that away. Kathy, can we get a number caller, please? Sure, 12. All right, caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Give Connor a minute because he's still getting our info from Phil. Uh, But we'll get caller number 12 and see if you know the secret text word. And while you're doing that, we'll do this. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Family Jewelers. Family and company jewelers, I should say, ditch the ties and gift cards this year and get Dad something different. Get him a gift that shows how much you care, like a hand-forged pocket knife from William Henry. FamilyJewelers.com. We'll begin with Paul McCartney news. He revealed that this year we'll finally see the release of the third unfinished 1990s Beatles reunion track. (laughs) Between February 1994 and March 1995, McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr, along with producer Jeff Lim, spent four sessions attempting to flesh out John Lennon's 1978 bare-bones demo for a song called Now and Then, along with the eventually released reunion songs Free as a Bird and Real Love as part of the 1995 uh, The Beatles Anthology Project. Uh, The trio eventually abandoned the song Now and Then, uh, due in large part to a persistent buzz found on the demo tape that couldn't be erased. Lennon's demo, also alternatively known as I Don't Want to Lose You and Miss You, has been available on the underground circuit for years. And Paul actually had an interview with BBC Radio uh, talked about the pros and cons of using AI in regard to reimagining old music. He said it has great uses. So when we came to make what will be the last Beatles record, it was a demo that John had and we worked on and we just finished it up and it will be released this year. He said we were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this AI so that then we could mix the record as you would normally do, and it gives you some sort of leeway. He said, so there's a good side to it, and then a scary side, and we'll just have to see where that leads. So I'm very excited for this, because I thought Free as a Bird, both Free as a Bird and Real Love are great songs. I love those songs. Yeah. Yes. And they were this little gem that just came out of nowhere with that... Uh, anthology release. So if they have one more of those that they were working on, it was good enough to be working on, it should be pretty great. I was watching the video for Free as a Bird the other night, and uh, I'd had a few cocktails, uh, but I got got welled up. I was going to ask if you got a little misty. Seeing those guys together, and then the footage that they work in of John, and then the three remaining Beatles, and and George was obviously still alive at the time. What's that? Such a nice tribute. It's It's great. It's really well done, and it's just a fantastic song. Yep. Jeff Lynn explained why work was scrapped on the third Lennon demo now, and then he said, well, the thing is, We'd done two already, and that third one was only, like, a maybe anyway. He said it was never, like, Stunk. a definite, you know, but it, it was uh, never definite. But we did a little bit on it, not much. We did a little bit of work, put on the drums. Uh, and then I think, actually, Paul said in the, my documentary that George went off it, and I think off the song a little bit. So that's why we didn't pursue it any further, because George didn't fancy it. So George didn't think it was that great of a song. It may not be the best of the three. But at this point, I'll take anything. A little, yeah. bit, a little bit more. We're getting Beatles be, music. It would just be wonderful. Uh, there's been no official word uh, as to when now and then will be reissued, uh, whether it will be a standalone release or part of a larger Beatles project. But as, apparently, according to Paul, it's coming out at some point this year. 
Police guitarist Andy Summers has rolled out a 30-date North American tour backed by the Cracked Lens and a missing string. Would you go to see uh, Andy Summers? Maybe. I think he's, he's coming. He's coming. The... He's coming to yeah. Uh, Phoenixville. Yeah, Colonial Theater. July 26th. That is correct. Um, and according to the tour announcement, uh, Andy Summers will be incorporating his collective works into an insightful evening spanning his career where he will play guitar and improvise to several sequences of his photography shot worldwide because he put out this uh, photography book a little while back. Then he's going to do the blob run, right? He'll also maybe uh, read excerpts from his book of short stories, Fretted and Moaning, uh, share insights on his music and photography, including his most recent uh, photography book, A Series of Glances, and also perform selections from his extensive solo catalog. Um, I asked Nick to reach out and see if we could maybe yeah. get him yeah. on. So we'll see if that ends Be up cool. happening. <laughs> I would love to talk to him. And then uh, last thing is... You need to check WMMR.com because Sarah Parker has a feature called How I Wrote That Song. The new episode features Luke Spiller of The Struts. Love that. Mm -hmm. And despite churning out a successful run of crossover hits with The Struts for more than a decade, he's still never sure if a song will land until he lets other people in on the art. You can hear the stories behind the band's most popular songs, plus Luke's thoughts on musical ad-libs, collaborations, and more in this week's edition of How I Wrote That Song, which is a great series that Sarah's been doing. It is excellent, yeah. All right, and that's it. That's all I have. In music news for you, all right, we are looking for a winner for the secret text word. Uh, caller number 12 is what Kathy had shouted out, so we're going to go to Dan, who's caller number 12. Hey, Dan, good morning. What? <laughs> all right. What? Dan, what is the secret text word? Slummy. No. Oh. What? That's incorrect. I am sorry, Dan. Don't know where you got that, but you didn't get it from us. All right, we'll go to Greg, who's caller number 13. Hey, Greg. Hey, good morning, Ed. Good morning, and good morning to see you. All right, so, Greg, what's our secret text word? Milk steak. Yes. Milk steak is correct. And since you got that right, we are going to set you up, my man. We have a very cool prize for the secret text word this week, and... It's a four-pack of tickets. No, it's not a four-pack. It's a pair of tickets as Four Walls presents. It's half uh, a four-pack. The Always Sunny podcast live is going to be Saturday, September 23rd at the Man Center and the President Steve Show. Welcome them back to Philadelphia. The gang's going to be here. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. And if you want information, this is maybe where he got that. You can text Sunny to 39333. Uh. For a link to all the information and another chance to win tickets at WMMR.com. For the secret text rate, you need to text secret. Yes. And that's how you win that. Yeah. All right. That so bed. what's that, Marissa? Play that bed just for a second. I will. Absolutely. Uh, so we're happy that uh, the gang is coming back. And, of course, I had said earlier this morning that Rob is going to be back in town with Wrexham as they play the union uh, at the end of July. It's the uh, summer sunny. Yeah. So that'll be along before you know it. And uh, with the new season and everything, everybody's happy. It's all about sunny friends. All right, with that, we will take a break. Come back in a second, wrapping up the program when we return. So hang out. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Revivalist, great songs, kid on 93.3. WMMR was watching a clip of them performing in our performance space here at MMR. The interview by Pierre Robert. It's fantastic. Is that up? Is that up? Yeah, the whole whole, uh, interview and the songs are all on Pierre's page. If you go to WMMR.com slash Pierre, you can see the whole thing. We have some... I work here and I don't even know what all we have. (laughs) So much. On the website. It's crazy. That's why I'm here for guys. I know, I know, but there's a lot. There's a whole lot of really good things for you to check out when you get a chance. So. Just justifying myself, Kat. <laughs> he kind of was like, yeah, yeah, we know. Oh, yeah, I know. I do know. Uh, and I want to thank uh, everybody this morning. We, we need to thank uh, our friends who helped out with the shot put challenge. It yes. was uh, Marple Newtown High School. They provided the shot puts, or the shots, I guess, actually. <laughs> and uh, Casey wanted me to congratulate the boys lacrosse team uh, for making it to the state championship game against Mars uh, Saturday at uh, Penn State. So, And Casey did it. He did it. He did. Shot, 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 he put the shot past where he wanted to, 30 feet. Actually, he wanted to do 35, but the bet was 30. He hit 34. And he pulled it off. So congratulations to Casey, our champion. Uh, and he had to take off. So his uh, daughter is graduating from eighth grade today. So I had to go to the ceremonies. Uh, and thank you to Toure. It yeah. was a last minute uh, thing. <laughs> Apparently we didn't, uh, Casey had forgotten. I think in all that excitement with the shot put thing, he forgot about he it. Set a world record. He was obviously overwhelmed. Uh, Toure's great. He's got a birthday weekend set of shows coming up at Punchline. He's so funny and so nice. And uh, you can get the tickets at punchlinephilly.com. Uh, and even on Sunday, there's a uh, there's like a birthday hang. Uh, that they're doing in the afternoon and then a show later that night. So go see him. He's Philly. He's great. Uh, and he's just uh, wonderful to uh, to have a part on the program. Um, we need to do the letter of the day. So, Marissa, are you doing that? I got it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in elephant. All right, and we got a couple more to go before we give away the prize. On Friday, it is from the Bagster. Yeah. $500 from the Bagster. It's a, uh, the most convenient and affordable way uh, to help with your home cleanup, you can buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection, and it's gone. Clean it up with the Baxter dumpster in a bag. So Friday is when we will give that away. I will take this moment to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve radio program has been brought to you today by Sequoia Outback. Shop the 4th of July sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at DeckSupplies.com. Also brought to you by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. And by Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Uh, tomorrow on our program, we will have adult film star Tori Black. How about that? In our studio. We haven't had a porn star in a while. She's popping in tomorrow. And we're also going to have John Reif, who is the prep crew coach. 
So is this St. Joe's Prep? St. Joe's Prep, yeah. And they're and heading to uh, England to compete in the most prestigious regatta in the world. In the world. So that's huge, representing our area. So he'll be stopping in as well. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.